Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Because it's been one of those days. We're back, baby! Uh, we're back! We're back stronger than ever! I've given you lives! Isn't the whole point of this show to have conversation? 100% for comedy. Friendly room. What a weird game of chicken that is. This guy's sharp. He knows everybody's name in this room. We've been doing fake radio since 2006. Live. On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hey, buddy, indeed. Welcome to the program, episode 3301 of the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. We welcome you in. Uh, 
Be you a free feed. Be you a subscriber. Be you. Be you. That's what I'm trying to tell you today. Be you. Be all you can be, right? The Army, the Navy, or the Boy Scouts, whatever the shit that is. Uh, it's somebody that uh, you hang out with a bunch of other dudes and you shower awkwardly. Now, welcome into the program. In addition to this being the first episode of the new season, uh, also some exciting news here at Never Not Funny. Uh, this is the first episode where we are officially a SAG after a podcast. Yeah. So I don't know if confetti was supposed to fall from the ceiling or <laughs> some sort of a, a flames or a flare gun was supposed to go off. Pew, pew, pew. I know that was not supposed to happen. So we all have things that were supposed to happen or not happen. Uh, but yeah, very exciting. We are a SAG after a podcast. I thought Fran uh, Drescher was going to be here. I thought she was going to come in and uh, give us uh, some cake or something. She is. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. And I appreciate your joke on that because uh, obviously she's very, very busy. Yeah. Uh, on this very podcast, I made fun of Fran Drescher being over sees and maybe not not taking the strike seriously uh, i don't know if i've said it on the air already if i have not if i have i apologize for repeating if i have not i'm going to say it out uh she has been amazing yeah. uh as a negotiator and as a a, a spokesman for sag aftra uh on this strike she is she went from like us going really the nanny and <laughs> and well wait we all voted for the wrong person well but popularity contest she's been amazing she oh, has good. been wonderful and uh, and I uh, was proud, believe it or not, I voted for her a second. I voted for her this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she's doing a great job. And uh, we welcome uh, uh, the other side to uh, respond in kind. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, negotiations are uh, uh, fairly uh, the, 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 the producers are not uh, they're not uh, negotiating in uh, with fair. What's the phrase? Not fair Good practice. Faith. Good faith. Thank you very yes. much. Yeah. Um, again, I blame my medicines on that. I could not yesterday. I could not. I was in the airport and I could not remember this emotional support animal. I could not remember <laughs> that. And I just kept on going like uh, 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 safety dog. Like my brain just couldn't give me whatever it was because the woman in the, in the row in front of me uh, had a dog that I, I will go on. I will go to my grave saying was not an emotional support dog. Uh, I think if it's the, if a small child can ride it, <laughs> you're 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 pulling one over on people like you know what i mean it's it's yeah. this was this was as big as as big as your old dog the uh what? didn't you have a big didn't wasn't uh i never had a big dog bama bama was a small dog then who am I, whose dog am i thinking about somebody one of yours garen you gotta Karen had a, a bigger dog bigger dog like like a like a full-grown collie like that's a that's a decent sized dog right like yeah um they considered a medium dog i think of collie. no, collies are big yeah this but was, all, all right but yeah, a lot of big. uh just because of the it's it's not about their size it's the trainability i think you know uh, like lab, i understand that labs and goldens are big dogs but they're you, you always see them in that role and i don't really understand why because it seems inconvenient but um but those that are the was, dogs that have traditionally been trained that was not the case work. in this situation <laughs> I, would, I would tell you it was not a red vest okay um it was a blue vest and i don't know i was not on american airlines but you know what i still do i still walk past that terminal i, I salute, salute the goddamn, them, yeah, yeah of course uh i was on uh the fourth uh airline which is of course delta a b c d baby uh-huh. and um which Delta, by the way delta airlines is great they do a great job with mm-hmm. the exception of they're a little more lax on their uh pet allowance than mm-hmm. american airlines is and um there were there had to be six to ten Jesus. dogs on this flight. Oh wow! Yeah, man, you never used to see that when I was a kid. I don't think I ever saw a dog on an airplane until I was probably thirty or something. Well, you certainly never saw them the size of the, this one that I'm talking about. Yeah. It was really big. Yeah. Um, 
And you know what you're saying earlier about you know the uh, the your retrievers and labs and so on and so forth. It was not. It 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 wasn't one. We all know what those look like. This did not look like that. Right, right. Um, I just think it's interesting. I know that that's not their that's not their goal when they say like, "Hey, let's train a dog for like let's say a, a blind person." They just they found the breed that works the best and they just stuck with it. But they couldn't have foreseen that like, "Hey, this dog's going to have to go on airplanes and buses and trains." Like, is this the best type of dog for that? Right. Maybe it is Maybe in it some is. ways because then it's visible and and it. But like, it's in, it's inconvenient for the owner because then they need a seat. I guess I don't know no, what they no, do. No, they don't. What, what that the, was the question I was going to ask. They kind of make the, the, it's it's really unfair. They kind of, and especially well, this woman had a first class seat, so mm-hmm. uh, the dog took up and she was with the person next to her so okay. the dog took up half of a first class seat the floor of mm-hmm. half of a first class seat and i'm sorry, no 100 of one and half of the other but since they were riding together it's it wasn't a person, problem yeah. but if that was you're not riding together a solo person or yeah. move your fucking dog yeah and again i what i'm what i was getting at earlier is it was clearly not in a it, it, it was not a service dog right and it's when I talk about emotional support dogs, those are the ones that are lap dogs yeah. and that you bring on because yeah, you need yeah. to hold your dog. Right. Uh, and if, there, if somebody uses a big dog for that, don't send me a fucking email. Fuck off. Um, let's just save that time. That way, that, that saves me the type, uh, me typing, fuck off. <laughs> um, but, Is it fair to say, are we in the hot zone now? I'm just going to start. When Jimmy's coming in hot. No, we're not hot. That's that's the hot zone. No, we're not I in the feel hot like zone. we're in the hot zone. No, I'm not boiling. It's I'm, like it's, 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 it's 90 degrees outside, and yet in here, it's the hot zone. No, we're not. I can tell you this. We are not. This is me ranting. Your, me. your face is turning red. Can I tell you why? Uh, I, I used a different, I did not use my usual uh, aftershave oh. um, uh, lotion. Yeah. And uh, my face is not responding well to it. Yeah, that happens so, sometimes. So my face is, I admit, it is red. Yeah. But it's been red <laughs> since 10 o'clock. <laughs> and it is... Um, uh, my and I feel it too. I don't. I, it, I don't oh. like the feeling of it. Right. It. My face feels warm mm-hmm. and it feels like off. Yeah. And uh, you need some icy hot on your face. You ever try that? Uh, I, I've used that to jerk off. You know that. <laughs> oh man, uh, what a thrill! It is. Uh, well, you know, it's, it's like a uh, it's like a blowjob from a snowman. It's uh, what was my my you know I used to do a nine minute bit on this until another comedian stole the whole bit from me. Um, which was the first time uh, somebody stole a long bit from me. The second time is currently on Netflix. You can look for that. Uh, I will not tell you who that person is yet because I have not confronted that person yet. Uh, but just know this. Currently, there's a special on Netflix. That's a fun scavenger hunt. Uh, <laughs> where somebody stole. A, 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 my my version's better. His is fucking creepy and sick. Uh, mine's is clearly a silly joke. Uh, but uh, he, know, he knows uh, because he has friends that have confronted him. And uh, but I have not yet had the interaction with this person. And until I do, I will not say his name uh, publicly. But just know this. It's a fun scavenger hunt. It is to look for uh, the person that stole one of my jokes Uh, (laughs) and not just jokes, bits. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole idea. It's it's a whole run. It is. It's not just like a one off. Come on. It's a uh, uh, but I I used to do an icy hot bit about uh, about how I, you know, used icy hot and then danielle left and so i decided to take care of some men's business mm-hmm. and i still had some icy hot in my hand and that is a mistake i will make again <laughs> um, you know it goes on just, uh, you know it goes on uh, uh cold and then it warms up or whatever the fuck it, icy hot does and then it's like uh you know it's like having two seasons down there it's like uh you know comes you know your 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 measuring comes in like a line goes out like a line <laughs> and uh all i don't know why i don't think i ever heard that uh i know for a fact you did i did it once in nashville as a um, yeah. 
uh, I want to say as a request, you were sitting there with, I want to say, your friend Emily. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. And um, you came in late, but uh, I do remember you sitting there while I did it. What do you mean I came in? Well, I was, we were there doing Never Not Funny. Yes, and then you and Emily went off to dinner or something, uh, and then okay. I had two standing-up comedy shows that night. Oh, I see. Oh, and so then, we didn't want to, I didn't want to watch two shows. I um, right. You came in in the end of the first, I forget, whatever. Yeah. Uh, at any rate, um, the... Um, uh, what was I going to say about the Delta Airlines? It's it, they're, they're, ordinarily, otherwise they're great. Yeah. Uh, except for the this dog thing that, and also, I will tell you this: uh, I had two very uh, contrasting situations as far as boarding goes. The the guy in L.A. boarding, I was going to went to Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. The guy boarding here in Salt Lake, he he ruled. Uh, I've never seen a guy this tough, and he's like, "You will see above the door what what we're currently boarding." If it says pre-boarding, we're doing pre-boarding, and don't try to sneak in on pre-boarding. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he goes a lot of, and he goes, and I know who needs the who needs extra time, who and who doesn't. And I'm a one-man band up here. Oh, my. so <laughs> oh, you, you love tra- this guy. You're not gonna, you're not gonna, I'm not gonna be over here, and you're gonna sneak past me. You think somebody else is gonna check in? It's me. Mm-hmm. And four <laughs> people pre-boarded smoothly. And then he goes. And then you'll and then he goes and then you'll see first class and then after first class is where I want parents with strollers, and then I'm going to go to group one and then so on and so forth, and man I have never seen and he goes and don't even get in line, love it and <laughs> I'm not kidding you it was the best boarding I've seen in all my years of traveling because nice. the pre boarders that needed a pre board some folks in wheelchairs somebody on crutches another guy with a cane. They get in, mm-hmm. and then first class in, and then parents with stroller. Like smooth as silk. Mm-hmm. Go to Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to start pre-boarding. Minimum thirty-two people, <laughs> and it's like you can't all be some parents with things uh, with strollers. Other, other people are just walking in with a with a larger duffel, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a zoo. And a lot of them took up uh, 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 first class uh, baggage, right? Storage area. And uh, you'll be happy to know, not James Arpardo Jr., but another gentleman uh, threw a fit about it. Oh. And when he came on, because he came on, as we always joke about, if you're in first class, they save the space. You don't have to be the first guy on. You can be the last guy. And he came on right near the end. And he goes, really? These are all first class? (laughs) And then the flight attendant uh, went, you know, I don't think they are. Let's find out. And then, does anybody have a a suitcase up here? And they shouldn't. And sure enough, the, the rows... You know, right behind first class. Mm-hmm. That's mine. Then move it back to where you are. Well, there's no room for that now. Then we're going to have to check it. So they they got mm. penalized wow. for taking up seats one and two's yeah, space. That's a rookie mistake. Don't put it. First of all, if you're going to do a rookie mistake, put it at seven. Uh, you know, at, right. at, at, at nine ten. Yeah. Mm. Don't put it at exactly one two. Um, Criminals well, probably, they just keep criminaling. I don't know if they foresaw it, but maybe they were just like, if their stuff right above their own seats wasn't taken, they didn't want to go backwards because then they were like, now I got to go backwards to go forwards when I get off. But it's like, sorry, that's what you have to do. Well, no, I'm even saying you're you're starting in row eleven. Yeah. If you're gonna, if you want to put your stuff in first class, yeah, you put it oh. at, you put it at nine ten. Oh, I see. You're saying nine ten is first class. Yeah, but you, you don't put it at the beginning of yeah, nine ten. On this particular or flight, or it was ten, there were there were you know. Uh, that, there were 10 rows yeah uh usually there's like five right um but you ne- never put it at one two yeah because that's, yeah, that's a dead giveaway that's a dead giveaway you're, you're gonna you're gonna so that person didn't even check to see if there was anything no they walked on and went boom yes here i go i'll walk right out and grab my bag yeah and it was when you say that person you mean that family 
That's that's they a, all like the whole people don't know how the airplanes work. Yeah. Right. And no, everybody knows that. Why would you be so far from your stuff? That's the other thing. That would give me anxiety. If, if you have kids even and any access to anything they could use in there and it's that far away. But these are rolling suitcases, right? These are people who, and I know a lot of people do this. You do this if you're going away for two days to go to a show. Obviously, you don't want to check a bag. But if you're going on vacation, sorry, you got to. I know you, they have to pay now, and it sucks that you have to pay. But uh, stop trying to get away with bringing everything on board. You're you're fucking everyone else's life up. You're making everything slower and more annoying because you thought you could cram your whole life into a fucking a baggage, you know, a, a above the seat. Uh, are, suitcase. Are we in the hot zone? <laughs> <laughs> you, put, you put me in the hot zone. It now. feels like no, we're in the hot zone. This is this is where you took us. We did. We're, oh, we're, I did not take you there. again. My my face was red from from a salve. <laughs> well, you fired me up, and here we go. Uh, all right. Well, I'll cool you down. Okay. Uh, I do want to uh, take some time to thank the folks in Salt Lake City that came out to uh, uh, the two shows. I had one Friday, one Saturday, and. Um, uh, great Never Not Funny fans, and also just fans of my stand-up, it turns out. Just some folks that cool. uh, they are, may or may not be into podcasting, but they uh, come out and, uh, and see me every time I'm in Salt Lake City, and I certainly appreciate that. And some great Never Not Funny fans were there, some recognizable folks from the, uh, uh, from the uh, what we do, the, uh, the Zoom games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Sean, the wallpaper guy, was there. Oh, nice. Remember that guy when he yeah. had, had that horrible uh, connection in, uh, <laughs> down to San Diego or something? Yeah. Uh, just at a, a hotel, and he, and he kept going to different rooms, whatever the shit he was doing. <laughs> um, but he was there, and it was nice to see him, and it was nice to see uh, all the other uh, Never Not Funny fans. A woman named Lisa, I believe. Uh, and then, uh, I apologize, I not remember everybody's name. It's just... Uh, you, uh, I forget it the second you say it because I don't give a shit. But the point is this: uh, none of that is true. This is the one, you're the one person who that's not true for. Um, I'm usually very good at remembering the names, and all of a sudden I'm. Uh, no, you've I'm just the medication. It's a lot of. It's a medication, no doubt about that. And um, uh, the uh, on Friday night, it was just a two person show. It was uh, me and a young lady named Elena Hershey. Uh, who is a uh, young comic out of the Salt Lake area, and she is uh, terrific. Oh, cool. Uh, really great. And then on uh, Saturday night, they added an MC. Um, and uh, just, I, I apologize, I don't remember his last name. Jordan was his first name. Also great. So that was, uh, <laughs> people came out to see young James Arpardo Jr. They got to see a great show. Uh, a couple of great locals. And then I did my bullshit. <laughs> and then, because there was only one show, I'm done at 910. Wow. And that means time to see a couple of movies. Yeah. So night one, I went and saw Retaliation, the new Liam Neeson movie, oh. <laughs> uh, which uh, sucks. But boy, it's great. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's the car one, right? It's a car one. Yeah. I want to see that. Nothing but fun. Yeah. Nothing but fun. Uh, your buddy Matt Modine, isn't it? Oh, boy. And Man, he's great. He is working a lot. Yeah. He's uh he's got uh, that. He's, he's got that salt and pepper pushback hair that's making him castable again. Mm hmm. Uh, and then yeah, Saturday night, honestly, not to get off on a sidetrack here, but I think that's the thing when he was young, I didn't buy him as a young person. Nah. <laughs> he has an old man energy yeah, and he's kind of grown into like he's in Oppenheimer. He's like an old guy and uh, he is an old guy in real life, obviously, but he's like playing like an old Senator or whatever. I, I just, I think that makes more sense to my brain where like when he was in, uh, was it some kind of wonderful? No, uh, no, he's in Full Metal Jacket, and he's yeah. in. Um, no, what's the teen movie? He Vision Quest. Yeah, I don't know. He just always seemed like 
a guy who wasn't uh, <laughs> like not an actual teenager, like a like an old man pretending to be a teenager. Right. Like even and you, somehow you could buy Judd Nelson. Yeah. Uh, but you can't buy Matthew Modine. I don't I don't yeah. I, I hear where you're it coming from. It is weird when you think about it, because Judd Nelson also didn't look well, was, like a kid. He, he looked 47 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> looked like a drunk. He had a trench coat. Yeah. Right. And then uh, and, and, and he looks younger now than he did then somehow. I don't know how that's possible. Yeah. Uh, and then I saw Golda the second night to the uh, movie about oh. Golda My Ear, oh. uh, starring Helen Mirren and uh, Liv Schreiber, or Liv Schreiber. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was great. Cool. But I will share with that story, uh, you know, it's Golda uh, in Salt Lake City, so not a lot of people want to see that. <laughs> That's uh, interesting. What's that? Just because and I, I know that, uh, that the Mormon uh, religion is not the same as like the evangelicals or whatever, but like I would think that, you know, with all the pro-Israel support, that you get from the evangelicals, maybe that would spill over into Mormons, and they would actually be interested in a, uh, uh, a golden well, story. Well, maybe they are, but not maybe maybe more matinee. Oh, <laughs> maybe all right, more matinee that makes than, sense. Than, than the uh, than the last show of the evening. Yeah, Martha, let's tuck in. Yeah, um, it, but to your point about that, uh, Elliot, and, and you bring it's funny you bring that up. Uh, there was, uh, uh, let's see, it was uh, the the nine ten showing. I showed up around nine thirty, right as the movie was starting, and as I walk in. Uh, let's say there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight other people. Mm. Uh, four of them being four. I could, I, if I'm wrong on these ages, I'm wrong. Sixteen to twenty year olds. Oh, at Golda. At Golda. Huh. Huh. Right. They didn't walk into the wrong theater. Is what James Arpardo Jr. <laughs> yeah. kept asking himself. Gran Turismo's down the hall, guys. <laughs> Where are you? Right. Right. What, what are you? <laughs> what are you doing here? What are you doing here? <laughs> they just saw the G and they're like, here we go. <laughs> That's our. There's our guy uh, or our gal. And so they. They're there, and so I, I saw the last two trailers. What is it? Is it what's the name of the company? Garen Blecker Street, Bleecker Street, Bleecker Street. Yeah. Bleecker Street. They, they had uh, a couple of. Uh, I thought the trailers were done, but here come a couple of Bleecker. And these four dudes are talking during it. They're talking, and I'm mm-hmm. like, they're 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 figuring out maybe they're in the wrong place. That's what they, that certainly has to be what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And they don't stop talking through these two trailers, and then the Cinemark. You know, you know, uh, you know, watch it on the big, you know, don't watch stuff on your phone. Watch it on the big screen. Mm-hmm. And so while that is and it's the Marvels, that's the commercial that's playing at that yeah. at that moment. And I say commercial because they already aired the trailer for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is a secondary. I went to a Cinemark this weekend and I don't go to Cinemarks and I, I was confused by that, 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 that the Marvels is their like pre-show because like at, at AMC, it's its own thing. It's just this thing that they shot 20 years ago. Or, and they, they also have the... Well, the, this changes. Oh, okay. It, yeah, it, yeah. But I know. just... It's it's interesting and it's smart, but it's... But then you get that double up and it's like, that kind of works against the movie. Well, it does for that one. Because then you're just... I'm like, enough already. Stop pushing me. I, I, I thought that the first time I saw it, of course. <laughs> yeah. um, so while that's playing... Uh, one of the kids uh, of the four that won't stop talking turns to the other one and goes, hey, look at this. Uh, and then plays him something on his phone. <laughs> huh. And now I'm hearing the phone uh-huh. louder than the Marvels. Yeah. And they're looking at it and laughing at it. And uh, hey, Garrett, it's so early. Uh, tell her to grab a coffee or something as well. Um, and um, uh, oh, it's not even our guest. <laughs> oh, Whoops. what do we got here, Garrett? You know what, though? Since they were close to this, uh, go ahead and sign that contract. <laughs> and also uh, ask them uh, who sat on our box. <laughs> right? I mean, that is in horrible shape. And you sit on a box? Is it for us? Uh, yeah, Jimmy Pardo never not funny. Hmm. So I'll open that in a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so they now they're watching something on the thing. So I'm like, these four fucking guys. And uh, for the first 10 minutes, so the ten, first 10 minutes of the movie, they're setting up, you know, that it's 1973 and there's this, what, with the 21 day war or whatever. I don't know all the exact details of what we were covering mm-hmm. because these four assholes wouldn't shut up. Mm-hmm. And they're giving us, you know, uh, script on the st- on the screen whatever that's called uh, uh graph uh, please give me the word Titles? title cards title cards yeah. of what's happening um and so i'm reading that but at the same time my, my reading comprehension is not great because they they're talking mm-hmm. and that's distracting and my brain is like furious that they're talking <laughs> and uh of the uh one two three i guess there were nine people i was the ninth person of the five others of us not one of us had the balls to tell them to stop talking mm-hmm. not one of us did right and then at one point, two of them get up and I'm like, OK, great. They're figuring it out. They're, they're, they're realizing they're in the wrong spot. Because, again, what the fuck are they doing there? <laughs> Let's even say that you're of that age and you go, let's just go to the movies. Right. There's a, there, This was, by the way, the biggest cinema I've ever seen, like 24 screens or something. It was Absolutely. gigantic. Go see anything yeah. else. Go see Strays a second time. Go right. Whatever needs to happen. Yeah. Why would you settle on Golda ever? Ever, know. unless it was, hey, for homework over the weekend, I yeah. want you guys to go see Golda. Mm-hmm. If it's that, maybe. Two of them leave. And I'm like, okay, good. They're freaking out. Nope, they come back. Uh, they then, the four of them won't t- uh, stop talking. One of them at one point just stood up and started looking around. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he turned around and saw me, nods, and sits back down. And I'm like, okay, he's going to realize now there's another human being in here. Uh, uh, maybe be considerate. Nope. He reported, there's a guy behind us. Then the other three, oh, okay. Feels like that was your opportunity to be like, hey, do you guys are you guys in the wrong theater? I this is Golda. I, <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed so far yet. This is Golda. Um I wish I would have. I didn't uh I did not have the spine or balls to do any of that. But you you could have said it in a nice way, like you guys are you're you're about to watch Golda. I think we know from my life there's no way for me to <laughs> to say something nicely. Right. Um even if I'm going, like uh, you, you, because you're so enraged, like you can't flip that off, and then you're in the hot zone. So, the hot zone. <laughs> so like you can't just be like, all right, let's tamp that down, and then just say in a polite way. Hey, is there any chance? I, I'm not sure you guys are in the right theater. Can I help you find what well, you're looking for? Well, just out of curiosity, what made you guys come to this? <laughs> right. Well, like, that too. If you are here to see Golda, why? Why? And and if you're is here it a to see homework it, assignment, can you sit quietly during it? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I then decide to um, bail. And oh. I pull the chute, and I'm like, I can't fucking take this. Um, I also don't understand why the person that's sitting right in front of them won't say anything. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird theater, by the way, where each row had um, like a wall in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like it was those recliner seats. Yeah. And yeah. so they there was that wall. Right. Uh, it was only like four rows in the whole theater, but yeah. it's still big because the, the, the seats yep. take up really two rows, basically. Mm-hmm. And so I went outside, and I, when I went, I don't leave. And then I went back and I just sat in the front row, which was uh, the front row of the, you know, there's two rows right near the screen and then the first row of the four rows yeah. of the stadium style. Um, and oddly enough, I don't know if I was only 20 feet away from them, did not hear them say another word. Uh, and then let's say we're an hour into the hour and a half. Uh, all four of them decided to march out. <laughs> an hour? An hour. What the now, fuck an hour. is up with these people? Yeah. Is all I could think, there's the only logical explanation. They wanted to see a movie that was starting an hour after this that's one. That's exactly what was occurring to me. All right, so wait, hang on then. But that's so, a long time in a huge theater. Like what usually there's something every twenty minutes. But I think you're probably right because my thing uh all right, this started at nine this was a nine ten showing, but it didn't start, of course, until 
935. Right. So let's say that, yeah, maybe like I think Strays was starting at 1020. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's when they left. Maybe yeah. they left at 1020 to wow. go see Strays. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. You might be, yeah, you might be onto something there because it was it's still. But but of all the movies. Well, right. Like you could go into any other theater and maybe just see a car chase. Right. Like, regardless, you don't even need to know what it is. This isn't for you, pal. Well, maybe maybe <laughs> maybe they thought that they were going to be going into an empty theater because nobody's going to see yeah, Golda. Maybe. And they didn't notice you. Right. And, and, there, that's, and, and there, there were five other people. There were five other people. They didn't notice them then. Well, I don't know. There are those walls. So yeah. they, there's a chance they didn't know that. But it's still, they didn't stop talking once and, they realized I was there. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what makes them jerks. And, also, and again, if, if young people, I'm not saying that young people wouldn't go see Golda, but no. if you're going to go see Golda, then you're going to want to watch then Golda. Watch right. it, yeah. Especially when the movie starts. Like, I, yes, I, I don't entirely fault somebody for being annoying during trailers and advertisements. I don't well, like it, but I, but I, you, I'm, you were at a point in society where you can't say anything at that because you're just like, right. well, this, this you, is where we're at. Oh, you got to see the ads. Yeah. Right. But once the, uh, once the movie starts, uh, straighten up and fly right. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. Pin drop it. Right, baby. Mm-hmm. Do the, do the I want to Del- hear a pin drop. That Delta guy thing, whatever he's saying. Do, yeah. Do his get thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. whatever get the, that guy's got to come in and do a little speech before every movie. <laughs> Instead of Nicole Kidman, they should have shoot something with him. <laughs> <laughs> he also had a slightly, this is back to the Delta guy, he had a slightly Southern accent. Not 100%. So he kind of sounded like a movie drill sergeant. Mm-hmm. He oh, had nice. that Love kind it. of tone to him. Yeah. And, uh, and I welcomed it because, again, smooth boarding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As opposed to the return, but again, a great time in Salt Lake City and great, uh, great they fans. See, did they go in ironically? Did they think, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we saw Golda? Or did they literally just not even know what it was? I I got to go with B. Yeah, I got to go with B. I got. Like, once I you th- get ten minutes in, you know what it is. I, I'm going to land on what you what you what you said. They're just waiting for another. They movie. got there early. Yeah. Said, let's just go in and then let's go see Strays or whatever the hell was starting. Right. Or or Gran Turismo or Mm -hmm. whatever. Or wait until the next day when it was uh, National Cinema Day and all tickets were $4. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. Uh, That was yesterday. Oh. Oh, man. All tickets, all showtimes, no upcharges for XD or anything. Everything was four bucks. Every theater or just Cinemark? Every chain? Every theater. Damn, I wish I had known that. Yeah, I didn't Although, know that. I don't know if there's anything. Well, you said you went to a Cinemark over the weekend. I went on Saturday to see Gran Turismo. But, uh, now, Oliver, uh, every time that comes up in our house, goes, Dad, uh, what is it? He goes from gamer to, to, <laughs> to driver racer, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, he, Oliver only said it 45 times yesterday, <laughs> so of course I can't remember what, it, what yeah. the thing is. Um, good? <laughs> you know what? I had low expectations. I, I liked it. You did. Yeah, I mean, we, we just had to, we had to kill time. Uh, it was it was Charlie's into air soccer team. We had to kill time between two games in in uh, in Orange County, so uh, that was deemed. And I agreed with it. That's probably the best movie to take a you know thirteen eleven year olds to. And uh, I they uh, loved it. Hundred percent agree. But the, isn't it uh, isn't it like two and a half hours long or two hours fifteen it is, minutes it's long? It's two fifteen. Yeah, it's yeah. It and it's it didn't need to be that long. There's a very unnecessary romantic subplot that has no conflict in it. It's literally just like, and then there's a girl and like she has nothing to do, nothing to say, nothing to add or offer. Feel bad for the actress. Uh, they could have just been like, eh, we don't need that part. And now it's uh, 205. Perfect. That cast, by the way, screams. And this is no disrespect to them because they're working actors and I and I appreciate all their talents. Mm-hmm. It screams uh, blockbuster uh, 1998 and you go hey let's rent this mm-hmm. like the, you know mm-hmm. what I mean like it doesn't scream 
uh, opening a movie names. No, they, they, I think they felt like the star of the movie is PlayStation, <laughs> and then we're gonna we're just gonna cast whoever we want. I will say though, and I, and I said this to one of the other parents, and kind of got a kind of just got stared at in, in response, but. Uh, I could watch David Harbour do anything. You I like David I absolutely Harbour. love. I think he's so he is such a good actor. He literally, I, I just I, name name I, two other things other than Stranger Things. Um, he's in Black Widow. Uh, he's the the Russian. Name, name something I may have seen. Um. Oh yeah, what else is? He I don't know. Man? I mean, mainly mainly Stranger Things season one is like what I most know him from. But yeah, I mean, oh. Revolutionary Road. Okay, the I don't Fox. remember him in that. Oh, and then he was in that Santa he's, Claus he's, he's thing. Good in that. He's good in the Santa Claus thing too, I, which I still haven't seen. I'll, I'll watch oh, that's it. a fun movie. Maybe this coming Christmas, I'll watch. Yeah, it. but yeah, I just, I just, it just occurred to me as I was watching. I was like, this guy is a he's a craftsman, and I appreciate his craft. You like him? Yeah, I do. Is it Orlando Bloom? Is that the other mm-hmm. fella that yep. uh, they dusted off and put in a film? We I, we were talking about that with the the the, the, the parents afterwards. Um, where's that guy been? Like, what's he been doing? He he made he's in two of the biggest franchises in the history of cinema, and then just kind of pieced out which I, I respect it's like if you're not feeling it he's got all the money in the world doesn't need to do anything else but then why is this the comeback i don't why, know why no i think he's been this? we looked it up he's been doing stuff it's just we haven't seen the stuff he's been doing oh. and it's probably not doing well it's just like whatever he's not great well, as, as much as i like david arbor this guy i understand you can watch him do anything david <laughs> and I, I don't think i could watch i really want do one other thing uh, <laughs> no, he's fine. what were the two big franchises my brain won't give he, w- he was in lord of the rings and he was in um the uh parts of the caribbean franchise Ugh. yeah two franchises two franchises two franchises i do not have much interest in oh no they both bore me to but i at least tears. saw all of the lord of the ring ones i didn't see the the latter three or four of those i fell asleep i think the first movie i ever fell asleep in was the second pirates of the caribbean and you know i was still a pretty young person i was like oh man i just fell asleep in a movie Uh, and i felt stupid but i was like it's because this is boring yeah phantom phantom menace is that the first is that the first star wars Mm -hmm. return movie you know Mm -hmm. the first prequel yeah we knew what i was trying to say right uh you fell asleep in that that's when i fell asleep yeah um i don't blame you and as uh I've, i've been on record that second pirate's I was in Lake Tahoe doing stand-up comedy, and same deal. I went to the movies because that's what you do when you have time to kill. Mm. And the only reason I didn't walk out was because I had nothing else to do. Yeah, it's like if I walk out of here, I'm literally going to walk out and and just go. Okay, now yeah. I'm going to go back and watch television. Like right, it's it's frustrating because I remember I haven't seen it twice, but I remember watching the first Pirates of the Caribbean in the theater, and and it was really fun. Like it fun. Was, it was exactly like it was like they had cracked the code on how do you. They tried a lot of other times and didn't work. But like, how do you take a, a ride at Disneyland and, and make a fun adventure movie out of it? And they did it. And then they completely forgot how they did it and just com- completely ran that whole thing in the ground. But people like I mean, people like them. People do like it. Garen, Orlando Bloom, he was also in a drama around when he was hot, right? Uh, he was in Kingdom of Heaven. Mm. The Scott movie. What's that? That's some, is that when they duel some, some sword play in that? Yeah, yeah, sort of. Um, sort of sword play? <laughs> no, I, well, it's not like a sword and sandal epic or something, but it, it might be biblical-ish. All right, but wait, wait, um, wasn't he in? The, I, I don't. I want to. I don't want to say courtroom drama, but I thought he was in some. Drama no, I, I'm sure point. you're right. Like back then, he was probably in a bunch of stuff that we saw, and you know, just don't remember him. Black Hawk Down. Oh, not, okay. I did like Black Hawk Down. 
Yeah. It was uh, Ned Kelly. What was it? Ned Kelly. No, I don't know what that is. Troy, which is I didn't see Troy. Sword play one. Okay. Yeah. Haven. No, I don't even know what that means. Elizabethtown. No. Love oh, wait, I saw Elizabethtown. Right? Did I see Elizabethtown? Elizabethtown is that. Uh, wow, well, now I'm having a the the guy who made Almost Famous and. Uh, yeah, I saw it. Was it the one the Cameron black, Crow? Cameron Crow. Yeah. It's not the black and white thing. No. It's but I saw Elizabethtown. I don't remember who's in because I didn't see it. I just remember it being the first Camera Crow movie that people were like, stinkaroo. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Uh, Kristen Dunst and Susan Sarandon are the other two. Oh, okay. Does that help at all? No. Um, all right. Well, there you have it. Uh, go see movies. Uh, <laughs> you know, we watched uh, at, the, at the home last night uh, because Oliver just finished the book. Um, and Garen brought this up on the uh, recent episode of when he came to my uh, garage sale or yard sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, he finished the book yesterday. Then we watched the movie last night, uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I'm I'm uh, what you are to David Harbor. I am to Sam Rockwell. I could watch him. Oh, he's great. Do yeah. anything. Yeah, he is phenomenal. Uh-huh. And I'm going to tell you something. And he shows it off in this movie too. He's got a great ass. <laughs> He has a muscular ass that he will not stop showing the camera. <laughs> uh, but he is—he uh, was great in that Fosse, the uh, the uh, miniseries on FX. He was great in that. Oh, Fosse Burden. Yeah, phenomenal in that. Yeah. Uh, that whole thing was great. Michelle Williams. I never too. saw it. Oh, dude. Yeah, I know. I missed out. It's great. And then uh, we watched this again, and he's—you know—George Clooney is great in it. Uh, the whole thing is great. Uh, so, uh, that, what did Oliver think of having read the book? What did he think of the movie? Um. He very much, you know, obviously the book is better because it goes into a lot more detail and mm-hmm. there's a lot more fun of, you know, they, they can spend more time on the silliness of the gong show mm-hmm. um, and of the other game shows in the book. Yeah. And the movie is, leans more on the CIA and heavy stuff. Right, right. And uh, his only complaint was that. Yeah. Uh, he also feels that like the beginning of it, they should show you if you go in like just going to see a movie, they should show you the silliness of the gong show first so that then you can see how insane it is that he's also in the cia as mm-hmm. a, as a yeah. you know it's a hired killer right uh hired assassin um so it uh but he, he liked it yeah um he liked it and uh gave us his review last night uh, uh several times um <laughs> they're gonna say via text uh, i i wouldn't be surprised if he texted me again today go no that what i was trying to let say me, was let me give my thoughts uh he's got the he's got the uh a little bit of his uh, of his old man in, in him in that he will uh say something and then seconds later say the same thing but with different words mm-hmm. and uh i am very guilty of that my brother is guilty of it my mom was certainly guilty of it and it uh, trickles down to my son uh all right garen pro- this time it probably is our guest i think so i think that makes more assume. sense if we gotta uh, but that said why don't we open this up while we're waiting yeah, yeah. here we go watch this the man is here the man is here the man is here Sixty-nine. Up top, my brother. The mail is here. Mm, out of the room, Garen sucks. <laughs> uh, Maybe this is our gift from SAG, our welcome gift. Uh, this very well could be. Is SAG uh, go by the name of uh, Bryant Talon? Maybe think, that's someone who works at SAG. I don't know. Okay, here's you know I open it from the bottom because the box is is mangled. Yeah. All right, here is a uh, what appears to be a return. Uh oh. So this is not a gift. This is something he wants signed and then returned. <laughs> uh, let's uh, here we go. Let's uh, read this. You know, you very well could be. Uh, hey, gang, 
All right. Okay. That, uh, that, that tells me. Thank you for over a decade of entertaining me. I have been a Primo slash Platinum subscriber since 2010. I've been going through my trading cards and wanted to share some with Mr. Pardo. Matt may enjoy his, but Elliot and Garen, yours might not be as exciting. I can only apologize. I'll throw another random card in for the guest if applicable. If not, maybe trash can. Maybe the trash can needs to start a card collection. <laughs> Thanks again for hours of entertainment a week, and I love you guys and guest. Maybe I'm going to guess uh, yes this time. Uh, off air, the what if I read the off air part? <laughs> uh, okay, that, that the off air part is what explains the uh, okay uh, that part of it. Uh, and then we have, um, although I guess I have to come up with my own envelope, Bryant. Well, this box ain't going to work. <laughs> no, the box. Yeah, right. I can't. It's I can't, trash. I guess I could. Uh, all right, here we go. Hello. Like it's fragile. All right, here we go. Uh, Nicely uh, sealed. and Mr. Pardo, I hope these random White Sox cards bring you some joy this season. All right, so some fun. Uh, oh, you know what? I do love these. These are the, the, the these were great. The Flair did this for a while. They made little stickers of the hats and the logos. Oh, nice. And uh, I love that. I like the, the, the cartoon look of that. Yeah, is that from like the 80s or something? Uh, You know what? It doesn't have the date on it, but I want to say... When did Flair make cards? They they had a limited little time in there. Here's right, a, there was a window, and then there's the, the, the again with the logo on it. That's cool. You can make a you know a puzzle on the back. It yep. to be a stadium of some sort. And then you've got uh, oh, and Alan and Ginter, which of course I have a card over there as well. And then uh, oh, there's my boy. There's Alan Bannister. Hey, there's my Alan. Uh, oh, here, yeah, hey, hey, there's my boy. There's Alan Bannister. Two different ones. Uh, yeah, and he's with the Rangers, and then with the uh, White Sox. And then there's, uh, oh, speaking of the Jimmy Pardo, there's the two, uh, the Allen and Ginters. This one is the, uh, I think the black, what, no, this one. I'm sorry. I've, I've never seen the black one. Yeah. That's cool. I got I got news for you. I don't think I have. That's really cool. I'm going to sign that. It looks like I just signed it in gold. Yeah. But will it, will the gold, maybe silver will stand out. Maybe the silver will pop on that. We'll, we'll discuss that off the air. So Jimmy. Me, me and my marker friends. Tell me if this <laughs> sounds right to you. It says, in 2006, Upper Deck produced baseball sets under the names Fleer, Fleer Ultra, etc., the last Fleer branded baseball cards appeared in 2007, so it's like a year or two. Could, uh, could that be? No, these are these are from the 80s or 90s. These are not. Uh, okay. These are the actual Fleer company. Let me try again. Okay, very good. Thank you, Elliot. Uh, for Matt, both Matt and I share a love of English soccer. I'm a Liverpool fan. No need information. What? <laughs> Here, uh, you know what? That's for you. You read. I that. see. I already see on the back. It's Christian Pulisic, which is very exciting. Oh, but there's multiple cards in here. Oh yeah, we got Brendan Aronson. This is thank you so much. I love this is awesome. Well, it looks like Fleer started making baseball cards in 1923. Yeah, they've been around forever, and okay. then uh, and then Tops, you know, crushed them, and then they still tried again in uh, I want to say the late 80s, early 90s. All right, I'll keep looking. It's uh, <laughs> fantastic. We got Brendo, we got Wes McKenney, we got Christian Pulisic and his U.S. Uh, all in their U.S. kits. Thank you so much. This is awesome. This is incredible. This is from Bryant Talon. Yeah. And then Elliot, uh, uh, yours here, it says, Elliot's love of video. Um, here's uh, some special effect shots from Ghostbusters 2. Oh. So, uh, and again, you, you're allowed to, his words, not mine, you're allowed to throw those right in the trash can. And Garen, uh, hi, Chris. <laughs> Come on in, sit there, and whatever off of that is that you've chosen. Um, wow. Uh, it looks terrific. It's uh, it very, uh, very bright. And uh, I feel like I'm on the set of La La Land. <laughs> Does that make any sense? It, uh, no, <laughs> nothing. Is that nothing? <laughs> Not La La. You don't. You don't find your outfit La La Landish? Oh, thank you. I'm going to take that as a compliment. Over I here, think it is. He's the it's one. It's a very colorful it. movie. Yeah, yeah, I love the it's very colorful outfit. That's what I was going for. 
Uh, you've also there's something new with your hair. I want to say since it's I've, lighter. Thank you very much for explaining that. I was going to allow you to say the words, not me. Uh, we just opened up some mail, Chris, and then we'll uh, take a break and we'll bring you over to the table. I'm so excited. Uh, for Garen's love, of, and I remember Garen, you can instantly put this in the trash can. Bryant, uh, who sent these in, uh, is offered that for Garen's love of basketball fundamentals. <laughs> here's the goat. Oh, is it going to? a fumble, but it got there. Good catch, Trump. Jordan? Which goat are we talking? Oh, all right. So wait, let's guess. Don't don't tell us. Who are you going to say? Ghostbusters. Here's the goat. Goatbusters. I mean, to me, Jordan's the goat, but a lot of people would say LeBron is. Maybe you know, there's other people you could throw in the mix there. But who are you going to go with? You got to pick one. I got to go. I'm going to go. Well, the Jordan would be. You got to pick one. I'll pick. I'll say Jordan. I mean, Jordan's the obvious choice, but I'm going to go Magic Johnson just to be different. All right. And I will, because I, Kobe can be involved here as yeah, well, yeah. Uh, but I'll go with LeBron. Okay. Uh, so let's find out who this gentleman feels is, it could be Larry Bird, too. Some people sure. still It could be Will guy. Chamberlain. The right. guy scored 100 points in one game. And he or fucked. Dr. <laughs> in my heart, I want it to be Steph Curry. Because, it could be Steph Curry. It's, but I think it's who do we got? Jordan. It is Michael, it's Michael Jordan. Jeffrey Jordan, number 23. Oh, boy. All right. Jeffrey yeah. Jordan. Michael Jordan rookie card. Ooh. What? Well, that cannot and be a rookie signed. card. No. Oh, boy. We're <laughs> oh, pulling our leg. He does know the fundamental. Brian's talent. He didn't know he sent a collectible over. Garen, feel free to just put that right in the trash there. Uh, and Elliot, you got some sort of Ghostbusters card? Yeah, I got uh, Scolieri's Ghost. I got uh, a courtroom in chaos and ghostly brothers on a rampage. And by the way, these are widescreen SFX shots. Oh, terrific. That's cool. the way it's that's the way it's widescreen SFX shot. By the way, if if this isn't being done yet, somebody should start the podcast uh, Courtroom in Chaos. They should Oh uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good point. That's a great name for a podcast and you just cover we got a lot of trials coming up soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So somebody uh, who's uh, more knowledgeable than me uh, should uh, host that show. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of opinions on it. <laughs> most, of, most of them sounding as dumb as the South Side people I make fun of. Uh, all right, here's Chris. Here's your card from right. Brian Talon. Okay. Hello, friend of the show. I hope you enjoy this Rick Moranis card. Ooh, <laughs> hey. I love Rick Moranis. There you go. Who doesn't? Read that home to Benji or Alex. They'll uh, certainly enjoy that. Benji's a card collector. All right. Yeah. Well, he'll probably get a paper cut on it, right? Either yeah, that or it'll start a new business. Um, Right, I'm not wrong. Benjamin's the Benji's the one that is uh, always hurt, constantly injured. Yeah, uh, this this family is just jinxed. <laughs> they, they go. I'm gonna I'm gonna go get gas or whatever, and then yeah. hey, I'm at the gas station. All, all four tires are flat. <laughs> like it's bananas what happens to the to the the, uh, the Kimmel slash I don't know your husband's last name household. It's, let's just say Kimmel. Okay, we'll just be Kimmels. All right, the Kimmels. Uh, all right, so I will send what needs to be sent back to uh, uh, Mr. Talon, and we appreciate him sending uh, these. Uh, the Very rest nice. of these, mo- most of these, uh, will end up in the trash as he guessed. Not mine. Mine will not be. I like those things. I might even I might even use them as stickers and put them on something. Oh, that's fun. That devalues them, Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. Why are you the guy from Dunkirk? <laughs> Why is that guy telling me? <laughs> Why did that happen? Take care, George. You get him a cup of coffee, George. That devalues them, Jimmy. Um, I don't know why that happened. I liked it though. I was worried about your uh, the value of your collectibles. I, I don't I, I don't I don't feel Brian sent us collectibles. You don't think those are worth it? Just those two Pardo cards. No. Those things are worth a bundle. Sure. Well, um, he wants those back, I assume. I'm going to send those back. He sent me the uh, yeah. the FedEx here thing. I, I guess I put them just right back in this box, like you said. Uh, but again, the he didn't box, know that box is going to get smushed. FedEx did a really horrible job. If of you're going to smush a box, though, 
a box that just has a few trading cards in them, I think it's, it's, it's probably okay. I think that's the problem is there's no, there's nothing, no support. It's just all squishy. And no weight. And no weight, right? Yeah, all you have to do is just put something on top of it and you're done. And well, somebody did. Somebody, uh, look at that, that, that thing accordioned right there. Mm-hmm. Like, lady of spade, or whatever the shit the hell that song goes. If that had a Funko Pop in it, you guys would have heard the rage from wherever you are if it showed up like that to my house. You're talking, you're talking red zone? Uh, hot zone? Going hot, hot zone. zone. Yeah, I forgot my own thing. I'm cracking the, the you know, whatever's measuring what zone we're in. That mm-hmm. thing breaks. Thermostat? How you Thermostat. doing, Garen? I don't know. It's hot. <laughs> Let's check in with you early. Seems like you need it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Christine Kimmel is here. She's got. Uh, she's part of that podcast. How to survive with Danielle and Christine. Full disclosure. Here's the thing. I I, I stopped listening. <laughs> I just. I, and I'm going to tell you why. It's not. It's not because of those two cackling hens. That's not the reason. The, those two birds with their chirping, whatever they do. I think the production sucks. Mm. <laughs> well, I think it's really subpar. It's, it's one thing to to record it incorrectly or mix it wrong, mm-hmm. but when you start piping up in the middle of the oh. show, yeah, come on, this is not the Garen and Chit Chat Hour. That's right, Garen. Yeah. And if you and if you're gonna pipe up, have some goddamn spine behind. It. <laughs> believe it or not, my mic's always off. I'm so loud, it's picked up on the other. Oh two. wow! Oh that is wow! I, I don't wild. believe it. I don't believe that either. <laughs> Based on what happens in, on this show, it's very hard to believe. Uh, the show is terrific. How does it ride with Danielle and Christine? They've got the live show coming up at Flappers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Friday night, the eighth of September. Uh, right? I got the date right. Yeah. Uh, I'm there on the 9th of September, but ignore that. Mm-hmm. Ignore that. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get walk-ins. Uh, this is a, uh, a destination show. Special event. Special event. And uh, with a special guest, Andy Daly. Oh, oh nice. fun. They've got Andy Daly. They had a uh, change in the lineup over there. They now have Andy Daly as their special guest. And um, uh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, their original guest uh, got the date wrong. And uh, there was a mis- uh, miscommunication. And uh, that person was already uh, at a show that night. And... Um, uh, now Andy Daly is on the bill, and that is that's gonna be a good show. Yeah, that's awesome. I'll be there as well. If you want to shake my hand in the back of the room, more than happy to do it. Uh, young Oliver will be there, so there's uh, a lot of reason. I believe uh, Walter J. Koenig may be there. Oh, may or may not be his middle of an issue. Yeah, it didn't, <laughs> didn't sound right coming out. Did it? I, I say J for. I've been saying that for it's the default. Andrew J. Koenig. Yeah. like I always say it. Well, uh, it's it to me it it works and it feels right because of Homer J. Simpson. Oh, I did not know that. Whose middle name, I think, is just J. It's J-A-Y. Oh, that's fun. But, but it's also Donald J. Trump. Yeah, oh, and that's where you want to stop saying it. Yeah. Or do you, Chris? Because I think he's getting a bad rap on let's all Let's just give him things. one more so. chance. Give him a shot. Let's hear, let's hear him out in the courtroom. Let's hear him out. <laughs> oh, I'll hear him out in the courtroom. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's, I mean. He's got to be a nightmare in there, that. isn't he? I'm going to pop my popcorn and, <laughs> and sit back. And they've set a date of what? Uh, the March something. The day before Super Tuesday, it's going to start. Yep. March 4, is that the day? That's a Monday, gentlemen. We may want to uh, consider... Uh, <laughs> doing a late night... Uh, doing a change mm. of uh, of uh, recording time that day. Yeah. Or just record live stream your reactions yeah. to the whole thing. Yeah. You know who wants to hear that? None of our listeners. Nobody. I don't know. I'd watch it 
oh, with your commentary. Thank you. That would be fun. That could be a fun YouTube thing we could do separate from the show. I don't want to muck up what we do for the actual show with that necessarily. But, but it, that, that's one of those things that I kind of feel like uh, I don't even want to do that. I don't want to muck it up by, mm-hmm. you know, mystery science theatering it. I you're, kind of want to watch. You're like, a, you're like a Star Wars fan. Don't talk during my Donald Trump trial. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I, need to, I need to fully immerse way, myself in it. Let, let's say this. For the first two hours, don't talk. And then... Please, I welcome any distraction because yeah. then at some point it's just like like the OJ trial, day one. I'm fucking, and right. then as time went on, you're like, but, okay, oh, well. this is a, this is a court trial. This is boring. Yeah, Tele- televised trials they're not structured like for the viewer. They're nope. they're, they're long. They don't think about us, do they? Procedural <laughs> nonsense. The only one that kind of weirdly was was that first one with that. Uh, uh, who was the what was the Kennedy kid's name? Three three names. Oh yeah, the rape trial. Not Martin. What was his name? Oh, what's his name? That dude. It wasn't. Was it Kennedy or was it something else? It's not Kennedy. Kennedy. He, he was a Kennedy Porter. Yeah. Shriver. Yeah, Shriver. That's Shriver. It's not Shriver though. But what was it? It's and it's three names. Smith. It's, oh yes. It's not William, Charles. Smith. William Kennedy Smith. Oh, it is Kennedy. Will, William Kennedy. Yeah, Smith. William Kennedy Smith. I think he threw the Kennedy in there to get a little gravitas. But that oddly enough, that trial. Was per- somehow it landed. I was work. I was working at Chaplains in Detroit and staying in a Red Roof Inn, which are in the top five of the saddest <laughs> hotels to stay. Um, I think it's technically a motel because the door opens to the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was like it started that week and it ended, like I, I was able to watch it hmm. and or at least I was able to watch that woman's testimony. Yeah, and then it felt like, but it felt like I got. Mm-hmm. Like it was structured like I guess I, I, don't know I missed about. that one. I don't. I think it was in high school. That was like the first one. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. I remember the I remember the story, but I I wasn't like near a TV. I guess I, I think it's what me. broke. Right? Isn't that the first thing on court TV? Wasn't it like uh, maybe the yeah. thing that like like made yeah, them something? Because then it was like suddenly every it was like Menendez. Like they were sort of making thing. I mean, that was a sensational story that these two kids would kill their parents. But it's like suddenly every. Murder. Every trial had to be on TV, and it was like, why do we care about these ones? Like, I don't. Yeah. They're not famous. They're just like they were rich kids. But I don't know. It just seemed a little. They're rich kids, and yeah. they killed their mom, <laughs> and their dad got hacked. Every... All right, can't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Al Yankovic. Take your time. You know what? I'm gonna. Speaking of weird Al Yankovic, our buddy Elliot did, did uh, nine parodies on Twitter over X what? over the weekend. Uh, our buddy Dane Coffee went get a, get a load of Weird Al Hochberg over here. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I just all of a sudden had an inspiration. And, and I'm not gonna lie to you, they were all good. Thank now, you. Wait, were you you were just tweeting out the lyrics, or you were you recording? No, them? no, I was just tweeting out the lyrics. Okay. So uh, Devil went. I did two. Devil went down to Georgia and. Um, uh, Jack and Diane, is that what it's called? The Jack and Diane went out. No, I'm, I'm going to tell you this because you're not out in the world. Sure, sure. The Devil Went Down to Georgia one has been, that, that, that one's kind of been done. Oh, very good. And But you had some nice stuff in there. Okay. Uh, but it, but that one's been, but the Jack and Diane. Can we just hear some of really, it? Yeah, give us a little bit of it. Uh, I don't Chris, have it in front of me. Chris loves this. All right, let's, you know what we'll do yes, when we come back? I okay. Love it. You find it during the break, okay. and then when we go to you for your segment, that's when we hear this. <laughs> that's what we do. We okay? don't even hear about a washing machine. Well, let's hear this parody. <laughs> right? I like this new angle for you. You did the We Didn't Start the Fire thing. Yeah. Let's just do a song a week. This is that's going to be your thing now. You know what? Just give us one of those. That's a good call. Give us one today. All right. Because we're going to have to come back to you on Thursday. Oh, all right. Oh, well, you already told, you already convinced me. I don't need to hear the other one because it's been done. No, it's still good. It's nah. still good. He does a nice job. It's, 
It's old hat. I appreciate that. No. <laughs> the, the premise is hacking. I've even been guilty of saying it. Oh, but there's it's it's been out there. But he did a very nice job with it. Appreciate that. Uh, all right, Christine breaker, breaker, Kimmel is here. She's taking time away from telling you how to survive things. Uh, I'm currently up to the Kate Flannery episode, which I believe is still like two to three weeks behind. Uh, but the show is right, Garen, a couple of weeks behind. I think yeah. so. I was telling Garen uh, before I was listening to the. Um, Tignatar, I'm way behind and and I, I miss episodes, so I apologize. But I was listening to the Tignataro episode uh, on a walk yesterday, and it was like you know 95 degrees in the valley, and the whole episode or the first half of it is about heat stroke oh, yeah, heat and and one. like you know climate change, and I was like. I probably shouldn't be out here, but now I'm two miles away from my house. Oh, <laughs> like this episode has convinced me I've made a mistake, <laughs> but I made it home in one piece and got a, got some water in my system and, and some laughs on the that way. It was all good. Yes, very much, very much. That's, so. a, good, that's a good episode. They, they do a nice job. That show, I, I very much enjoy that show. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, Christine Kimmel will join us, and uh, and uh, we'll check up uh, with. Uh, we got uh, first the first question of the new uh, season. Mm-hmm. Oliver has written it, so we all have, we all have all twenty five numbers to choose from, which is sure. exciting. What a treat for Christine! To be. Oh, she gets a choice of all twenty five. Yeah, and uh, sure. potential five dollars from the Jeremy Herbal trivia tin. Uh, we'll do all that when we come back right after this. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other... Are you, are you at the... Wild animal vet? No, yeah, could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So That's uh, a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these right. are not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let them know who sent you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max c earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolve bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now hey whether you have a small business or a big business we know that uh finding the right crew to surround yourself with is not easy to do well here's a way to make that a little bit easier for you thank you to our friends zip recruiter 
Zip, zip. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is the way to try ZipRecruiter right now for free. Just head over there. You know what? Even if you're not hiring, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Check it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Just take a look at that. Just yeah. If you always had an idea of like, I, you know, I could I could start a small business, mm-hmm. maybe hire a couple of people. We could, you know get this thing off the ground. Get let's, let's make some widgets. Just go on there and see how easy it would be to hire the people you would need. What do you need? Like a an accountant? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. You need a personal assistant? I do. You need a I, well, I don't know, like a graphic designer maybe. I do. Okay. Well, wait. Are you are you starting a business? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What is it? I should tell you that. I, by the way, I have all three of those things. Yes. I said I do to three things I actually do not need at the moment. <laughs> uh, but I am starting a business. I am selling bike chains. Oh. Strictly bike chains. Just the chain. Bikechains.com. Huh. It's my business. Are you manufacturing them yourself? I've got a team. Oh. Got a team of folks. Where'd you uh, find those people? ZipRecruiter.com. Uh, yeah. You went on. You said, look, I'm looking for yeah. uh, metal. Metal. What are the, What's that called? A metal worker? Um, Someone who ZipRecruiter knows how to find the people they that forge, for. they forge the the pieces that you then mm-hmm. put together into a chain. I got a, a nice group of kids out in the garage making these things. Okay, good luck. Um, good, good luck to you. And uh, by the way, if there is such a thing as bikechain.com, uh, I don't own that. <laughs> so don't don't write the owner of that. That's your competitor. Thinking that it's me. What did I say? No, no, I don't know. I'm just saying in real life that's your competitor. Uh, yes. So do not go there. Don't, don't support him. Don't not go there. And do not send that person emails uh, <laughs> thinking that you're writing me and having fun. Uh, I don't even know if it's a real thing. Uh, it probably is. But it probably is. And you know what? I think i got to get into the bike chain game. Yeah, you do. Uh, the way to do that is for, through ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, ZipRecruiter is the way to do it. Once again, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 3301. Our first SAG after episode, as I mentioned earlier. Very yeah. excited about that. And uh, Chris is the first one to sign the new contracts that we have yeah. to do. It's all exciting over here. I'm excited to start getting my benefits. Well, you no, no, we don't help out with that. We oh. do not. Yeah. I thought I was I thought I was a walk on role now and I was going to no. get I've said a lot of words now. So I think you have to give it to me. No, you've signed a contract that says we do not have to do that. That is the beauty what? of that contract. Hmm. Now, we'll have to decide off the air. Are we allowed to keep any of what we just said in the show? <laughs> well, um, I think it's feel good look to be discussed off the air if people want if people want to know more because i think it's interesting and important uh that it's great that that sag has done this sag after has done this that the the contract we're using is 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 the independent podcaster contract is a it's a new thing there's a couple of different podcast contracts we're using the uh uh, the big time one. Yeah. I want to get the big time one for my podcast. What, what? podcast do you do? Oh, I do a little <laughs> podcast. You probably, some of your audience might know about it. It's called How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I'm the Christine. Oh, is it just two broads chatting? Because I'm out if that's what it's it is. It's two broads teaching you how to survive. The stuff that can kill you and the stuff that just makes you wish you were dead. Give me some examples of those. Oh, hurricanes, tornadoes. Well, that's the first part. Uh, peeing your pants. Cougars. <laughs> Oh, you mean adult women, women that are <laughs> that older. could be either like, category. I'm a, I'm a cougar, so I could kill you. If you could find a person who survived an actual cougar attack, and then a, a guest who had a, a fling with an older woman, I mean, we're that'd gonna, be the perfect episode. You could you could quit the show at that point. We're definitely doing that how to episode. survive cougars and cougars. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I worked on a show called Hollywood's Hottest Cougar Tales. What? No. Yeah, I was a writer on that show. And you know how many times I had to argue with my boss that like, hey, guess what? Drew Barrymore is not a cougar because she's 27. <laughs> oh, she's oh. not a cougar. Well, that she, was what, then. then. That, that's how long ago it was because right. this was E pre-Kardashians when it was a lot of countdown shows. Right. Yeah. And I would get so many eye rolls from the men when I would fight against 
these women they wanted to put on the list because yeah. they were be they would be dating a guy who was just a couple years younger and I'd be like no no we can't doesn't qualify that's yeah. she's too young I'm sorry you want to do Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher I get it that's fine she's you know 40 but like gorgeous okay but he's really young I get it mm-hmm. but no we're not going to do Drew Barrymore because she dated Tom Green and she's 30 and he's 24 or whatever it was i don't right. remember but right they're both they were both young people guys some of my proudest work <laughs> I, please just tell me it was cougar tales t-a-l-e-s it was <laughs> okay good i didn't, I didn't want like it, it painted a picture that i didn't like. uh, by the way drew barrymore is in uh confessions of a dangerous mind she plays penny the love interest oh i, I forgot, forgot. I and she that. is phenomenal in you it. know i love that movie it's great i love that movie we watched it last night oliver uh, really uh, just finished the book yesterday then we watched the movie last night well i haven't watched i haven't watched that book <laughs> but you can watch it you can watch it anytime for I should 3.99 watch it with my eyes i bet i could watch it for free on libby uh mm-hmm. maybe yeah I, is that like the library app yeah yeah Good yeah call. you and danielle love that app i love a free book you and do. i love to pay for books too sure you do you know you got to support the writers mm-hmm. that's the voice of christine kimmel she has she mentioned she's one of the hosts of how does i survive with danielle and christine they got that live show coming up on september the 8th at flappers mm-hmm. in Burbank, california so if you're in the area come on out and see that it's gonna be great yeah garen's gonna be in a speedo <laughs> Whoa. Wait, what yeah garen's gonna wear a speedo for his fans, cool, because they like to see him in a speedo. Great, I think it's going to be lime green. Is that what I you said? Wondering. It's going to have our logo oh, on green. the front of it. Oh, I was picturing oh. American flag speedo, maybe. But. Oh, that could be nice. It's not yeah. Kid Rock. Support our troops. <laughs> he loves America. He does love America. These are all options. Run off that flagpole, huh, Gary? Maybe they oh, maybe yeah. they make like a rainbow one, like a pride or garden oh, sure. squirrel. His I'm sure. They have uh, yes. Why don't they you guys get cool. merch? Why don't you get the garden squirrel uh, under- underpants or whatever the hell? We should put Garden Squirrel on a speedo hey, I, I for know, the show. Like I'm, I'm, I'm behind again. Like I said, but the, in the tick episode, you mentioned that you had a great business idea for Garen, and I don't know if, if anything has happened with it. What's up with the uh, Garden Squirrel uh, pot gummies that they say you guys were workshopping? Oh yeah, we really got to get that going. I, you know, we have to team with a good gummy producer, yeah. which we haven't. I mean, I have a store where I get mine. I'm sure Garen has a good. Um, Place he goes. Do Cheech and Chong have a company? <laughs> oh, I'm sure they do. No, the joke is that they are the only advertiser on Twitter these days. <laughs> oh, I oh, didn't know that. that. It is. They are the only. And, and people comment on it constantly. Like, oh, good, more Cheech and Chong ads because it's. That's you fun. know who has really high end, expensive weed you can get is Jay Z. Okay. Hmm. I take- don't know that. I mean, I do I mean, know you that. Do know that. You're, sure. you're, the, you're the one that had the info. I'm saying. You, you I told us tr- and then immediately forgot. Guys, I'm very high right now. <laughs> I haven't tried it. I was going to buy some for a friend. It was like you could buy this $50 joint and it was Jay-Z's joint. Oh, it was supposed boy. to be really good. All right. You know, you're talking to a room full of squares here. Yeah. With the exception <laughs> of Garen and his gummies. I'm pretty square. I mean, I, I have like a little gummy sometimes at night for pain. You had a gummy experience recently. Did you not? Uh, didn't you talk about it on the show where... Uh, you uh, you took you took a little more than you anticipated. Yeah, that was thanks to this guy. Yeah, he gave you the wrong dose. He gave me some to give my aunt who was in town. That's right. Yeah, and then I will took. You, will you tell me? Sure. For folks that don't listen to that show, because again, it's hard to listen to YouTube broadcast. Oh, we <laughs> um, we're always talking about periods. Yeah, and who wants to hear about periods from two cackling hens? That's nobody. Per, that's what I just. And heard you on mean the menstruation, not like different periods in history. Exactly. <laughs> or punctuation. We love history. Uh, tell the story. So my aunt came into town and, you know, she lives in Ohio where weed isn't legal, but she was flying. So also she wasn't going to 
bring pot with her. And she was like, you know, I just like a little smoke now and then. And I said, I can get you some gummies probably. And so I'm telling Garen about this. And he said, I could just bring you some gummies because I hadn't at that point gone to a weed store before. I wasn't a person who was interested in weed. Like I'd gotten high in high school and it would always make me really paranoid. And I do it because I wanted to be cool like Mm -hmm. my friends. But I'd always be like, Everyone's staring at me. Am I peeing my pants? Like, <laughs> you know, like weed makes you feel. I don't know. Do you guys I, ever no, smoke weed? No. Like you've but never heard, smoked it. Never. No. But you've I've never heard. smoked it. No. Have no. you ever smoked it? Yes. Oh yeah. He's okay. a doper. He's a fucking He's a hippie. doper. Okay. He was in a band. He had to. <laughs> okay. It was I the mean, initiation. <laughs> all right. So I think it. If you have a little high anxiety personality. It might make you paranoid. <laughs> okay. Guys. Right. So you might not like it. Don't trouble. start now. That's a lot of trouble at this table. No. Yeah. We're, we are fully not going to start now. That's, you should That's determined. So I was not interested when California legalized it. I was like, doesn't affect me. I'm mm-hmm. not into it, but I'm going to get some for my aunt. Well, he said, you know, these are really low dose and, you know, she can just take a half and she'll be fine. And, or she could take a whole one and she'd probably be fine. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to, try some because I don't want to give my aunt something that's going to make her freak out and it's a gummy I'll just take a little to sample so I took it at night while my husband and I were watching you know we watch TV on our computer sometimes in bed because we're we've been married a long time and they always say you shouldn't do that but we're like nothing's going to happen here anyway like (laughs) we might as well watch something so remember when they made the movie The Staircase? Did you guys watch yeah. it with oh, Colin Firth? Great. And it's so good, it's right? Really good. And Tony Collette, she's amazing. But they show you all the different ways that it could have happened. Right. And it's like graphic. Mm-hmm. The owl. The owl yeah. is really graphic. And the stairs. And the stairs. The really stairs. Yes. Every time you're like, oh my God. Yeah. So that was the night. Oh boy. And while we're watching, it occurs to me. I'm so high that I can't make words. And I'm scared of how high I am. I'm like, am I peeing my pants? Oh no, the feeling again. <laughs> and I am I also didn't tell my husband ahead of time Uh-oh. that I'd taken it. You didn't talk to him about it. No, I just was like, I'll do this on my own. I'll have a little buzz. But I was way baked beyond belief. So then I didn't want to tell him because I was so high, I was afraid he'd make fun of me or like, be mad which he wouldn't but that was my high brain telling me like he's gonna be mad at you so i just stayed in this really high state watching tony collette (laughs) fall down those stairs and have all the like the death of her like taking a long time to die i don't think i'm spoiling anything right this was on a long time ago it was also a true story i have not seen the documentary nor the movie but i know i have missed my window of complaining about having it spoiled so proceed you didn't see any of it. No, I, I know everyone was like the documentary. It was like a series, right? Like it was amazing. You can still watch it. Okay. It, it's not going to. I know oh, that. Yeah. I know that someone fell downstairs and died. It's really good. Yeah. It's I don't, really I don't feel like you're not spoiling it. And then the documentary came back. They did a little. Uh, oh, a follow oh, yeah, up. Like a, little, a, a little a little like six script. episode button. Yeah. Hmm. He's a fascinating character. I think he's a great guy. <laughs> I think he's a good <laughs> he's, father. He's been maligned. <laughs> not a narcissist at all. Uh-uh. So many. You really learn a lot about person based on what they think about his innocent or guilt when yes. they're like, no, he didn't do it. I'm like, we can't talk again. Um, anyway, I 
learned about Garen's tolerance that night <laughs> and a lot about mine. Wait, and did you have half of one? Is that what you said? Yeah, I had, I think it, cause it was like a 10 and I mm-hmm. took a five and I was like, oh, I can't ever do that again. again. Didn't you feel, did, did wow. you say that you felt like you didn't have legs? Yes, I couldn't feel my legs. My legs went numb I hate that. and I was like, I don't have legs. I don't. I kept having to check if my legs were there. (laughs) And they were like, okay, I can feel them with my hands, but then they just disappear. You should go talk to schools, like, because that's <laughs> just that sentence alone is like, I'm never going to do pot. And then I, I never did, was going to, but I, I, I double, doubling down now. I did it again. You did? Why? Not that amount, because I also realized when I was that high that I wasn't in any physical pain, oh, which you were was not. amazing. Well, you oh. can't be in pain if you don't think you have limbs. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was like, feel. I can't feel anything at all. I'm just a head. <laughs> just a floating head watching horror in front of me. I'm Teletubbies. Yeah, that's the wrong I was movie. a Teletubby. It is. You don't want to watch what, that. What would be good to watch? Barbie? Like, yeah, only murders in the building, maybe? Something Why like that. Why that? Why do you choose that? That's also murder. You keep going to murder. Well, yeah. I do like murder. No. I, I think just something light. Something yeah. breezy. Is What's murders light? in the building light? Cheers. You in this fucking cheers, he's in, dude. He's obsessed with he cheers. Just, he right finally now. finished it, so we could get sick. He got tired of. Were you were you <laughs> watching it high, Garen? Oh, of course. We Everything. Ne- yeah. We never this. talk about we his don't. gummy stuff. You, it's like you guys have cornered have a, the market on him. We being have a, a pot different head. relationship with with yeah. Garen. So I did go to a pot store and I got one mil- millimeter. No, <laughs> one <laughs> milligram <laughs> gummies. And I was like, this is the right amount. Oh, okay. You don't okay. feel high. You just feel like if you had a half a glass of wine where you're like, oh, I'm just a better version. Mm. I'm really. You think you're a better version of yourself when you've got well, a little bit of this in your system? Not in my, not personality wise, just my body felt so you much just better. Feel better. I was like, oh, I'm not in pain at night and I can just sleep. Is, I've been saying this for really, I guess, the last year. Uh, you need to try this. Well, I you know I tried the CBD. Yeah, but CBD that's did nothing for me. <laughs> it, uh, it, I don't know. It's not people bullshit, like, but it's like CBD that's not the so same thing. relaxing, and I'm like, I might as well just drink olive oil. <laughs> that's how much it does nothing. I don't disagree. I, I and I still have. I, I've had good luck with CBD, and also at the same time, like I don't. What what what's going on? What hocus pocus did I buy into? So, uh, but Infinity CBD dot uh, com slash Pardo. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that works. Pardo. That's the one that works. Okay. Yeah, that's our baby. Maybe I didn't try that one. That's the one that works. Yeah. Uh, right? I'd just be, I'd curious if you tried this one milligram. I mean, I'm happy to bring you some. I, I don't. But need, you don't have to. I'm not. Look, I'm not the drug pusher. I'm. I'm so sensitive even to alcohol. Like if I have one beer the next day, I'll be like, "Why did I do that to myself?" So, so probably one milligram would do nothing for you, and you'd just be like, well, "Why?" Did I, I, I don't know. Or or it'd be perfect. Yeah. It'd be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I need to do it. If if that's the case, I do it at home. Uh, and and I would not keep it from my spouse like Chris does. <laughs> <laughs> well, he I, does know now. I think I would say to Danielle, Danielle, this is an. I'm going to try this yeah. tonight. Yeah. Let's see what happens. And then uh, I think it would have to be like that. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel the window for me to have done that was um, a year ago. I think that when that's really when I bad. should have yeah. mm-hmm. uh, done it. The, the pains, uh, the aches and pains, seem to be going away. Oh, good. Well, oh, that's good. good. So knock on. Yeah. IKEA wood. Here's my main thing with <gasps> pot gummies. I have never eaten one gummy bear in my entire life. Like, I don't even think it's possible that you would only eat one. Like, I love gummy bears. So, like, I guess you just have to have regular gummy bears with you when you eat the one pot gummy so so that you can then eat more gummy bears. Well, they don't taste as good. I mean, they they taste a little bit like pot. Oh. Right? I mean. And they're also kind of liquidy. 
So you're not bit. like, Jesus you're not like, oh, I want to eat. It's kind of like having, if you've ever had vitamin gummies, do you want to yeah. eat tons of those? No. You just have the okay. one. All right. Oh, yes, I do. I do want to eat. I, I, I would eat the whole <laughs> bottle of vitamin C uh, really? gummies. Yes, yeah. I would. They're, okay. They're I feel like they're just not tasty enough for me to be like, ah, I'm good. Yeah. Because there's not like, obviously there's not as much sugar in them as, as a real gummy bear. They're a little bland. and yeah. I had the best gummy bears on the plane yesterday. Uh, they were from some company. They were vegan. Mm-hmm. But they were, um, they were without a doubt the best gummy bears I've ever had in my entire life. Wait, was it? Did the company start with an L? I don't know. I just saw some like gourmet gummies at CVS, and I was like, eh. I always feel like that's not the kind of thing you want the gourmet of. I if, feel like regulars. If, if my boy looked it up, yeah. I, I would know. I would see the logo. Sugarfina, that's a fancy gummy bear. No, that doesn't ring a bell to me. But again, they were vegan. Huh. Yeah, this company made vegan and and normal. Uh, Sorry, not. Vegan and non-vegan. Oh, we all knew what you meant. Don't offend. <laughs> Tra- traditional, how about? So offensive. If, if somebody got upset about that, then you know, stop listening to this fucking show and everything. Just stop <laughs> listening to everything. It, it, would, it would hurt their ears to listen to anything. Oh. Yeah, you can you can cancel your subscription. You put that money towards some earmuffs. Yeah, <laughs> so that you don't ever have to hear anything. Everything again. in the world is going to offend you, you pain in the ass. Uh, Christine Kimmel is here. She's taking time away from doping up at home with her family. Um, <laughs> well, who says that? I might be really doped up right now. That's very true. Uh, were, yes, Garen. Were they called Veggio Bears? Yes. Show them. Show me the logo. Show me the packaging. Hold on. I d- there's a Reddit post of someone trying to figure out what they are. I so think that sounds right. If you show me the, uh, the packaging, I can confirm. I could also deny. Hmm. Would you, you ever, take the fifth? Jimmy, have you uh, ever tried a Veggio Bear sandwich? Uh, yeah, when I was in Australia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sure. All right, here we go. Garen Cockrell showing it to me. That's our boy. Oh. That's it. That was, without that was a doubt, familiar. the best gummies I've ever had in my entire life. And they're vegan. And they're vegan. Great. They were delicious. I, that's what kind of makes a, a gummy non-vegan? You don't want to know. Oh, it's the horse hooves, Gel- isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gelatin. The gelatin. My yeah. wife did, uh, will not eat them for that reason. Okay. Bums okay. me out. But I'm glad to hear that there is a non-horse hoof version. I, I hope you enjoyed them as much as okay. I did. I. It was one of those things where it's like I was on the plane and... The flight was not long enough to get a meal, mm-hmm. but they would yeah. uh, offer you snacks, as many snacks as you wanted. But I did not want—I did not want to be the guy going up and getting more gummies. There was just—I just didn't want to, whatever, be that guy. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. I, as I got, many snacks as you wanted. It's first class, Chris. Oh wow! I don't sit back and stare with you, filth. Yeah, uh, no. I sit up front. <laughs> I hear you. I could take a look around, let the you know help the pilot out if needed. I'm ready to go in to give him a moment. <laughs> Uh, had I been on a plane in 9-11, I would tell you something. We wouldn't be talking about 9-11. Oh. Okay? I believe that. That's how fucking... That's where I sit. stopped all the planes? That, all of them. That's where, that's where I sit <laughs> Just from with your one mind. seat. That's where I sit. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. Uh, of course, there are shows on the 8th. I've got a stand-up show at the Flappers on the 9th. Uh, then we've got uh, the 10th is that Sunday. And then that Monday, something's going on that Monday. Hmm. I forget. Anybody? No. Nothing, right? I RSVP'd no. for something. Yeah, but it, it doesn't sound like, I don't think anything's going on that day. Huh, we'll figure it out. Hmm. Um, Chris, I've always wanted to ask this too. When I hear your program, that How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, uh, you guys allude to your many jobs you've had in your life because you've had, you're almost like uh, uh, Walter Mitty. Is that, yes. the, is that mm-hmm. where you've, uh, you've been, you've done everything. Uh, you worked on a cruise ship for a little while. I did, yeah. What did you do on the cruise ship? I worked, so on cruises, you know, they have crew and staff and staff are the people like if you worked on a cruise ship as a comedian, you would be staff. Okay. Staff are the people who are entertainment and, and have fun and crew are the people who are, you know, kept on the 
bottom of the ship a little bit like um, prisoners. Oh, not right. <laughs> and they work as wait staff and they do all the jobs that, you know, Americans don't usually do. They get those people from um, the countries that where they don't have to pay people minimum wage. Okay. That's where I worked. Oh, you worked down there? Yeah. For in a, literal steerage. Like, yeah. You say that in, as a joke. Yeah, right. Yeah, for um, a very short time. What, because what, I didn't realize line? like what uh, Royal Caribbean. Okay. Well, I didn't realize what I had gotten myself into, <laughs> even though I was warned and discouraged by actual Royal Caribbean to not take to like. They told you don't take this job. They were like, don't do this. And well, I was. So what made you take it then? I w- was young. I wanted to travel. I had never really. I had not been out of Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um. I had just graduated from college and I wanted to see the world, but I didn't have any other way to do it. And um, this seemed like a way to do it yeah, and to make and to make money. Right. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to move to L.A. Mm-hmm. and pursue comedy and, and writing and all the things that you come out here to do. So I was like, well, this is the way I get to do it. I get to see some of the world, make some money and then I'll be able to go. And then quickly realized this was not a good option but it was actually a real nightmare and you aren't equipped i mean i thought and also when he was like you know you don't know what you're getting into you know americans never take this job you know you need to basically go back home and you know do something else i was like he doesn't know who i am like he doesn't know that i put you know worked in a factory in college and like you know on an assembly line and i've waitressed and bartended my way through college like i'm really tough you know, I'm not like I'm not like most girls. Yeah. I can change the oil in my car. Like I think I thought, you know, I'm tough. I can yeah, yeah, I yeah. can handle this. This is a waitressing job. It's right. you know, no it, big deal. Instead. It was, but it was like nothing I'd ever experienced before. You know, the hours were so incredibly brutal. And this, the the trays you carry are so heavy; they're huge, and you have to wear these back braces. And it's it's also kind of an unsafe environment, you know, for women particularly. Mm. Where and where we were uh, kept, <laughs> you know, as prisoners. Uh, you know, it's really low in the bottom of the ship. Your rooms are really really small like i couldn't lift my head really in my bunk oh my god oh, it, you're uh, bunk you're in a bunk with another person that you've never met what so you're you know you have two little tiny beds and and you you're it's really crammed and the room is really small and the woman i was bunking with i think she was from maybe yugoslavia and i mean the first thing she was like don't walk the halls without another person ever and the halls down down yeah, there yeah like to your work Mm-hmm. which were filled with garbage. So just like rotting, like in bags, but like open and just smelling. And the a lot of the people kept their doors open because it's so small and they're just like smoking and oh, it stinks. Um, their music's all blasting. And I, you know, I'm thinking Love Boat, right? That's my frame of <laughs> yes, reference. Of course. So I'm like, I'm imagining myself in this suite alone. Right. Mm-hmm. Where I'm going to work a little, but also like <laughs> go on some vacation. Yeah. yeah, you're going to see the world. On my, well, you get a half day off once a week Oof. where you have about four hours maybe to yourself <sighs> if you want to get off the boat. But it's like not even really enough time to get, to off, get the off the boat. boat. And your work hours are like, you know, you start work at 5 a.m. and then you'll work like a six hour shift and then you'll have like 
an hour and then you start your next six hour shift. Whoa. And then you'll have like three hours, like, and then you would have a midnight, you'd work the midnight buffet until like 3 a.m. and then you start at 5 a.m. all over again. Wait, what, when, when do you, do you sleep? sleep? You really don't. Like you work these 16 hour days. That's not, so it's legal because, because they're out at sea. Uh, uh, in, that's insane. And the pay was like $3 an hour or something. It wasn't legal what? minimum wage Whoa. because they don't have to pay oh it. Right. And they're doing it, it's a lot of people who live in these really poverty stricken countries so they can get away with it. And it was, I w- my eyes were so open to how sort of awful people were treated on these cruises, yeah. the employees that work in that area that I was like, I will never go on a cruise. I will never. And by the fourth day, I was sobbing so much. Like the, the, the room across from me, this guy was blasting Cat Stevens' Wild World. Yeah. <laughs> and no, I was like, no. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. And I went up to Human Resources and I had like these big circles under my eyes. I hadn't eaten. You know, I'd just been up for four days straight. Yeah. And I went to Human Resources and I was like, I can't do this. And and none of the people who worked with me really would talk to me because I was an American and they mm. were laughing at me. They were like, you're an American. You will. No American has ever made it. One guy made it two weeks. That's the longest he made it. Okay. And so they were just laughing at me. Yeah. That the, the idea that an American would be there. And I went... You know, and he goes, he goes, why don't I take you over to the um, staff, like, not like uh, the, their hangout area, you know, where they sit and had lunch together and hung out. And they took me to this room. It had a full view of the sea. They were literally eating strawberries <laughs> and hanging out and talking. We had no room like that. There was a place where you could go get food served on trays where these guys that literally looked like prisoners would slop it on your tray you didn't know what it was what for your meal they'd mm-hmm. be like it's meal time <laughs> and you'd go get you'd put your tray up and it was this small room like the size of a box and they just slop the food on and mm-hmm. it would be like rice and something something you Ugh. didn't even know but you just eat it because it was like that's what you got to eat and that's for the crew that's for the crew but now the staff staff the, is the entertainers the bands yeah. and so oh, they're it's getting like, it's like beautiful strawberries they could have drinks they had a full bar whatever food they're all happy and laughing and smiling and they were like hey and they're introducing themselves i just started crying i was like i don't i'm in the wrong place i think i'm supposed to be with you guys but i don't know what to do <laughs> you know i'm like 24 you know yeah. and they all look like me and like are having a great time and i'm like something wrong has happened <laughs> i'm in the wrong place um and but they didn't understand i was like kind of trying to explain but they were having they were having a completely different experience on the same ship, they, and they didn't they weren't even aware of the oh, other. Oh no, they didn't understand because wow. they don't see any of that. Right. There's this underneath thing happening. Wow, you know, it's like you know, it felt like White Lotus, but like way more. I've never seen White Lotus, but I'll, 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 that's I'll that's a more interesting show than honestly than White Lotus. I've only seen season one, but I, I would rather watch that version because it's such an extreme. It's showing contrast. you, yeah. White Lotus, I think, doesn't really show you actually the extremes of right. what the the staffer, you yeah. know, the the people who really work the the meat. And right, the, right. Of the, was it a shared bathroom situation as well? Like, did, was it communal or was did you? We had, have I think, a one, tiny little bathroom in our in your room. I don't even know if I showered the entire time I was there. I don't know if I had time. Right. You yeah. know, I was. Sound like you did. You just sleep the every any minute you can. All right. So when you went up with the staff, you then had to go back to your room at some point, right? They didn't let you spend. They didn't give you a new room up there. Yeah. No. They, they didn't change anything for me. They were just like, here's maybe these people make you feel better because 
they're American and they were Americans and Canadians. And maybe if you just see some people like that are other Americans, you'll feel better. But it actually made me feel worse. Right, because then back to work. Because then it's like, yeah, you got to shift in five minutes and then you got to work for another 16 hours. So then I just said, no, I can't do this. I'm not I'm not going to stay to prove like, you know, the people from Turkey that I could make it longer than the other guy. So how long did you make it? Like a week. About a week. And then when we came, when we docked in, because you dock back in, these were short cruises that would go out like to the Bahamas and out off of Miami. Mm-hmm. We got back to Miami and I was like, bye. And I left and I, I, I like booked myself in a fancy hotel I couldn't afford, which was probably a Marriott. You know, it was mm-hmm. like 300 a night. And I was like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I didn't even make enough in that week to stay there. And I, I called home and I was like, oh, I'm so sad. And my mom's like, well, you can come home. And I was like, I don't want to. Because I was my whole point was that this was my big, yeah. you know, adventure into the world. And like, you know, I was going to, you know, be this big adventurous person and change my life. And so, yeah, that was that was one of the crazy jobs wow. that I had. How, that, how, was there any opportunity? I mean, clearly not. But like. How could you get one of the staff jobs? Like, how do you make it to that level? I don't, you know, I don't know because I, the way I got that job was that I had worked for this Turkish guy at a coffee shop in one of my jobs I had in college. I worked at a coffee shop, you know, this is before Starbucks and he had a little coffee shop um, in town and I, you know, worked there and he had worked for years on cruises and he'd always talk about this job with such um, warmth and pleasure and how much fun he had and, you know, it's where he met his wife and like he was in charge of the whole um, crew like dining experience. And I I just was like, that's what I need to do. Yeah. And he connected me to the um, Royal Caribbean hiring people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he was always like, it's such hard work, but you're a hard worker. So in my mind, I was like, well, yeah, I can do this. Right. And he never was like, you can't do it. Right. <laughs> so I thought I could. Now, what about like, because I, I, the hierarchy of a cruise, like the, when you say crew and then staff, does the staff also include like the um, cruise director? Yeah. And the, they live a different life yes. than the yes. wait staff does. Yes, yes. Okay. You know, I think that's probably very different if you're like a bartender. Okay. Right? Than mm. if you're serving food to people. Gotcha. And I hope it's better now. I hope so, too. I have no, you know, this was 90s. You know, we have uh, some guests coming on, I think, in the future uh, that uh, make their living doing comedy on the cruise ships these days. So oh, I think they're treated like... They're treated pretty well. Very well. I think they have a very different experience. But they might, uh, maybe they can share what they, what they see. What they're aware of. What yeah. they're aware of, anyway. They may not be aware of it. I know they go down a little bit, but not as far down. Mm. As far as like their living quarters are yeah. better than that. I, I, I would but be curious not as if yeah, as, anyone's as grabbed their wrist travelers. and said, help me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, did you ever get to dance an Irish jig? Because I know that's <laughs> something that happens a you lot. You know what? I wanted somebody to come and grab me and steal me away to a fun party. Yeah. But instead, I was told just to never walk alone never walk because alone. <laughs> women tended to get raped. So, wow. yeah, I was. Insane. Uh, I was not privy to that kind of fun, mm-hmm. sadly. Well, well, the good news is that fun ended in a disaster. So you didn't really miss out. That's it, true. It, you know, you would have been uh, very wet. Yeah, and, yeah. F- and freezing. And cold. Yeah, there's so, no doubt about I, think I think a lot of those people below survived the Titanic. I assume they were probably the first ones to die. I would imagine. Yeah, I think they were all the ones, yeah, who yeah. didn't get on the boat. I know of a guy, a man, who mm-hmm. stuck onto the women and children only boat. Jesus Christ. I know. 
Yeah, and look where his career went. Is Billy Zane. (laughs) (laughs) Right? He's paid the price with with a very. He's a good actor. Speaking of like Owen, what's his name? Who's the fellow we just about? Uh, Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. He's not a great actor uh, and and disappeared for a while. But Billy Zane was a great actor Mm -hmm. who disappeared. Like, what's happened to Billy Zane? I haven't seen him in anything. No, I, I also don't know if I agree that he's a great actor. You don't think he's a good actor? He's, I, I think Billy Zane's a good actor. I think he's. Uh, I don't know him from fine. anything but Titanic. He was what else a superhero he at one point, right? Or a, he was in the Phantom. He was the Phantom, right? Yeah, and I think. Yeah, I guess I don't have enough evidence. Reason. Like the, his his work in Titanic is hard. It's hard to judge anyone on that because the movie is pitched at a certain level where it's all very like kind of. Like he's a cartoon villain, you know. Like but he got no cast mistaken. in that big movie for a reason. Yeah, no, he, I get it. He was it. good in things prior right. to that. Yeah, I just can't remember him. In the, I mean, I don't think I ever saw The Phantom. No, uh, what, what, did, what did he do? What was his big movie prior to that? He was on, actually, let me just look at his Wikipedia instead of this article. Yeah. He's selling chicken now. Oh, what? For, K, for KFC. <laughs> not, uh, not, oh, is he one of like the... A, he's one of the... He's one of the He's the colonel? Colonels. He's one of the colonels? Wow. What? Billy Zane is? That's so ra- yeah. weird. Remember when it was the whole joke was like, oh, it's him. But now it's like you don't even know who it is. Because it's, just... it's all these different people. Yeah. yeah. Remember it was Reba McIntyre for a day and a half. Yeah. We all had to accept that shit. No. Oh, he was in Critters, if that helps. Uh, dead Calm? Missed that one. Oh, Dead Calm. Oh, he was really yeah, that good, was good in Dead Calm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. He was good in that. He's in the Back Future. Mm-hmm. Back Future. What, back to the Future. Back what, future. what Back Future movies is he in? Both of them. I mean, what, really? What character in Back Future? What do you mean both? He, There's three. <laughs> well, he's in the first two is what I meant to say. Oh, he's just like a minor. Yeah, he's I Match O'Malley. Thug. Yeah, he's Match O'Malley. Oh. He's like, he's one of Biff's goon yeah. friends, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Memphis Bell. I like that movie. It's not great, but I liked it. That's a that's about a, about a plane. Bomber? Yeah. Um, that, that title, I, I didn't know that that's what it was about. I believe, I believe your boy's in it. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Who's your boy? I think Matt Modine might be in. Matt is Matt Modine in Memphis Bell? I think my boy is. Uh, I just saw him. What did I say? Oh, Oppenheimer. I just yeah, saw him in Oppenheimer. Right. We have uh, one of us at this table uh, really likes Matthew Modine, and the other one wants him dead. <laughs> no, no. I wanted him to become president of SAG, which is what he wanted, so that he would stop working so much. He's like, no, see him act. I'm just kidding, though. I actually do think he's good. It's, it's that when I, I just, I, I always had a problem with him for no good reason for years. But I think we just dis- discovered today he has grown into his vibe. Like okay. he, he yeah. had, I feel like he always had a, a vibe of a late middle-aged white guy. Yeah. And now he a, is that. And now he yeah. is a late middle-aged white guy, and it's fine. Speaking of late middle-aged white guys, and this is complete, this is apropos of nothing. And uh, Garen, please look up because it it, I, it crossed my mind as I was uh, taking a squiz. Okay. Uh, how old were Mr. and Mrs. Roper supposed to be? <laughs> oh, that's a good that's a question. Great question. Like it probably just in their forties, right? Or no. 50s. maybe fifties. They were gray haired. Fifties. So. Yeah, but they're they're gray haired on Maud, and the guy goes, "Maud, I'm fifty two. You're like fifty two. You look seventy six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fifty two was older back. then. Maud looks like she's on death's door, and yeah. she's forty nine or something. Yeah. Like, I mean. When when I watched the reruns of Three's Company when I was like ten or eleven or whatever, I assumed they were sixty. That was my. I think that's. I think as a kid, I thought they were in their seventies. But looking back, I now realize they were probably in their fifties. I'm going to say their fifties, but yeah. I would not be surprised if they say Mr. And Mr. Roper were forty seven. Yeah, just sure. based on. Right. Well, the in real life, they then. probably were. Oh, yeah. But they were playing in the same older? way that like Wilford Brimley in The Thing is younger than I am now. Right. Like, which is mind blowing and it's, upsetting. I, I should tell you. It's not as upsetting as you think it is, or mind blowing. 
You, that's how you look. I don't look good. <laughs> I, thought I, looked, I thought I looked like a spring chicken. No, you look like Shit. that. Your diabetes. In fact, look. when you're not around, when, you, when, you, when, you, when we hear the door, we go, Brimley's coming. Is it my spectacles? <laughs> it's your spectacles <laughs> and your ridiculous mustache. Yeah. yeah. I should Gary, what we got on Roper Rage? Uh, I'm finding out that Norman Fell in real life was 53. He was only 53 years old. Yeah. That's me Apparently, next Mrs. Roper's age was revealed this in episode year. two of the series, and she was 46. Yes, Jesus oh, Christ. Wow. And, but they played it like they were 62. Yeah. 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 And that they were already is, retired, it seemed like. She was how old? 40, how old? 46. 46. And just the idea of she's sex crazed, and uh, yeah. but yeah. over the hill. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, I think I when I watched it as a kid, I thought they're 70. Yeah. They're 70 for Easily sure. 70. I was like, those are my grandparents. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. But well, with your 50, you could be somebody's grandparents. It's no, true. But no question about it. She comes from Ohio. She's white trash. Oh, <laughs> I'm a great grandma. <laughs> wow. Uh, you probably, you know what? I do have a great grandma. Like at my reunions, if I was to go to one and I'm yeah. not going to go, there are great grandmas there. I have, uh, yeah. Because I grew up very similarly to you. Uh, based on what I hear on that program of yours. Yes. Uh, but what town in Ohio would you grow Wads- up in? Wadsworth, Ohio. And Wadsworth is where? Right near Akron. All right. So that's... Uh, that's the closest you thing you'd recognize. So I performed in... Uh, I'm going to say it wrong. Cuyahoga Falls? Yeah. Oh, that's right. the comedy club I would go to had I never left Wadsworth. Uh, Hilarious. <laughs> yep. In Cuyahoga I've Falls. I've been there. That's the, remember I told you about the comedy club that... Uh, Locked you in, yes. In like a little. Speaking of prisons, they locked you in like a weird little prison next to the club. Yeah, uh, that was the hilarities in Cuyahoga Falls. That's hilarious. Yeah, Why would they lock you in? Um, because they were cheap and didn't want to get you hotel rooms. Oh, uh, the bigger names got to stay down the road, like at the Motel Six or something. Mm-hmm. But well, that's why we, you were staying there. But why wouldn't they let you leave? Is the question. <laughs> it was maybe there. Maybe somebody will will say no they didn't lock you in there was a door you can go in and out of uh-huh. but i don't think there was i i assumed that they didn't want the comics getting in trouble or getting well we were locked you know we were locked them. out of the club certainly yeah but they, we must have been able to come and go from a, a different yeah door. i mean it's it's doesn't even sound legal, honestly, that they would lock you. It in. was weird, and none of us liked it. No, I, I wouldn't imagine. You didn't be like being locked in a tiny room. <laughs> you don't like being oh, in prison. The rest and, belt. and no, like I, I remember on that Sunday when I was supposed to drive back to Chicago, uh, because there were no windows because we were locked into this weird little thing. Yeah. Like I woke up at three in the afternoon and th- thought yeah. like <laughs> thought it was like eight in the morning. You know what I mean? Like oh, time to drive back. And like oh my god, it's I'm gonna be driving back in the dark. Crazy. Like that's how horrible this is. Yeah. I also drank a lot back in those days. Yeah. And I mean a lot back Maybe in Maybe they locked you in because you were drunk. <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> Specifically. Like, just don't let him out. He's Keep a Keep that guy in a windowless room. <laughs> I could never tell you who the the opening act was, but I remember the headliners were Malone and Nucci's, who uh, were two uh, uh, funny guys who, who were also very talented uh, musicians. And they would close their show. Uh, uh, Malone, DC Malone would play the guitar and had a great bluesy sort of voice i believe he may have passed away sadly um and they did a and then and uh um nucci's played the flute and they closed with a version of john michael murphy i think it's john michael murphy's um uh geronimo's cadillac you ever hear that song i don't even know who john michael murphy is i think that's his name michael martin michael martin i think it's the same guy that did uh wildfire 
They be calling wild. I think it's that same guy. Not ringing any bells. A song called Geronimo's Cadillac about the about the white man, basically. I, if I'm getting it right, mm-hmm. okay. About how the white man's awful to the Indian. That's and true. They would close with that, and Malone had such a great singing voice and was a good guitarist. And Nucci's was amazing on the flute. It was standing ovation worthy. Jesus. And like you're at a comedy club and, and the first night I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Do comedy, yeah, you why assholes. Why is there a flute on stage? Yeah. And then they do it and I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then it was like, I want to hear this every night. Mm-hmm. And then they broke up and um, for whatever, I don't know why. And then the only clip you could find on YouTube is, it actually is like Nucci's wife saying, you guys asked for this, here's a reunion. And it's them at a kitchen table and it's Malone playing the guitar and Nucci's playing the flute and it is still gives you chills. It's, it's, it's not the same as it was live because yeah. they're also 30 years older. Right. Um, but it would, I, again, I'm not kidding. I was this angry comedian going, why is this on a comedy stage? Yeah. To, how about you guys do that nine times a show? <laughs> That's so wild. Yeah, it's a really, their version is better than the original version wow. of Geronimo's Catholic. Well, you just needed that flute. You need the flute. Mm-hmm. Every that song needs a missing. flute. Oh. More flute. Every guy's got a flute, man. Hey, man. (laughs) Uh, Christine Kimmel is our guest. Garen Cockrell's look. What are you looking up, Garen? Was something you still looking up? He's looking up Mucci and Malone. Uh, If I may, Malone and Nucci's. If I may. You don't don't get Nucci's top billing. You go alphabetical. Okay, well. This guy's name, his last name was Nucci's, not Nucci. I don't. I, I'm guessing that probably they're just either. from Cuyahoga Falls. Maybe under, no, 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 worldwide. No, no, they were. They also one of them stayed locked down with me. Nucci's uh, stayed with me and the opener, and Malone got the the hotel. Okay. Yeah, Nucci's. So uh, they weren't from that area. They were touring the country, just like me. Yeah, just uh, okay. touring comedians who, and that was just happened to be the week they were working. I never worked with them again. Would have welcomed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much enjoyed Nucci's. Uh, Malone uh, uh, may have also uh, taken, in addition to drink, may have also done some other things mm. that then made me not want to spend some time with him. That might have been why they broke up. You know what? You might be right about that. that you may be in, right about you that. Know, that can get in the way of a it, relationship. It certainly can. Just ask any of my exes when I used to do all that blow, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Uh, all right, you know what time it is, right? Yeah. It's time for... Oh! this question is on its way. Question is here to stay, and Matt will probably get it right. That's not okay. All right, thank you for whoever sent that in. Do we know who did that one, Elliot? I don't have that information in front well, of me. Well, thank you, uh, kind listener, for sending that in. All right, here's your question. Oh, it's a long one, so I'm going to have to open up. Here we go. Your your subject line. I'm I'm blocking the question, so I don't see it. Is people of technology and science. People well, of, of technology, technology and science. All right, so you place your bet now, Chris. Don't tell us what that bet is. And um, okay. and then you write your bet down, and then now I will read the question, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll uh, come back and we'll chit-chat some more, and also get everybody's answer. Uh, does everybody have their bet in? I do. Yes. yes. All right, Garen gives me a thumbs up, and uh, Chris said yes, and Elliot said he does. Here we go. The most ex- you, Matt, you're in? I'm writing my numbers down because I didn't do that, but yes, I'm in. All right. The most expensive book ever sold sold was the Codex. I'm not going to get this right. L-E-I-C-E-S-T-E-R. Leicester? Leicester? Leicester, maybe? Maybe, or Leicester. Say it. Wait, spell it again. L-E-I-C-E-S-T-E-R. Yeah, Leicester. Really? You think think the C-E-S is just just an S? 
Leicester? Yeah. Leicester? Well, like it, it, I would lean towards Leicester. There's a city in, in oh. England called Leicester, and it's L-E-I-C-H-E-S-T-E-R. C-H? I think yeah. so. Well, there's, there's no H but here. C-H. But, yeah, this I, is I, L-E-I-C-E-S-T-E-R. I think, I think history's on Matt's side with the, with that kind of an instinct. I'm going to defer Listen, to that. The, the, the trumpet player in Chicago, his name is Lee Lochnane, L-O-U-G-H-N-A-N-E. <laughs> and it, uh, you know, growing up, I was like, Loft, it's got to be Lochnane, Lochnane, yeah. you know, because that's how we learn mm-hmm. how things were, the language. Sure. The most expensive book ever sold was the Codex. Lester. Lester. Which sold for thirty point eight million dollars in nineteen ninety four. It was the scientific journal of what famous person? Okay. Oh, I'm getting a brain block. Well, that makes two of us. I mean, I I feel I know the answer, but I can't pull the name I want. But I'll get there. All right. Um, I have written down my answer, but we're still going to take a break. As have I. As people. Uh, 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 figure out what they want to choose as their answer. You at home do the same. We'll be back right after this. Hey gang, Matt here with some dates for you. Christine Kimmel is on social media at Christine A. Kimmel. Christine with a K. Kimmel with a K. A with an A. Uh, Also check her out on How to Survive. I think we mentioned it before. We'll mention it again. Great podcast that she does with Danielle B. Koenig. Uh, And they're doing a live show coming up at Flappers in the YooHoo Room on the 8th of September. So if you're in the Los Angeles area or the Burbank area, really anywhere in Southern California, you should make the drive. That's going to be super fun. Andy Daly is their guest. Garen is going to be there, of course. So go check that out. uh, Flapperscomedy.com for tickets to that. Uh, Jimmy Pardo is going to be a guest and a contestant on For What It's Worth, the uh, music comedy game show at the Improv in Hollywood on the 31st of August. Then he's doing a headline set in the YooHoo Room in Burbank, at Flappers in Burbank on the 9th of September. One night only, he is in uh, uh, Rosemont, that's uh, Chicago, at Zany's in Rosemont on the 14th of September. And then the 15th and 16th of September, he's at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana. Go to jimmypardo.com for all his dates and deeds. Click the tour link and enjoy. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in the imagine, sixteen years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre-me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, oh, yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here to together. talk about factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor! 
good food, fast. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. <laughs> and Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Right. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's a, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Uh, Never Not Funny 3301. Um, we welcome you in. I'm... I, Pause. I, 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 I'm, is, am I the only one hearing that buzz? Mm-hmm. I don't hear it. I don't, I don't have hear a buzz. buzz. All right, everybody. All right, everybody, stop talking. Maybe it's my headphones. All right. Anyway, well, I mean, now I don't hear anything. Oh well. I don't. <laughs> I guess you solved it. I can't hear you. You solved it. What? <laughs> um, let me put the. Uh, for those just listening, I unplugged my headphones for humor. On the chance it is me. It was I that. Will unplug this. It is gone. It is 100% oh. gone. Wow. How are you able to hear that? I've got that amazing hearing, you know, <laughs> yeah, with all my hearing issues. You've been issues. bragging about how great your, your ears are lately. Disaster what my ears are going through. Yet I was the one that heard it. I was the only one that heard Strange. it. Strange. Might be your headphones are more sensitive. I've got very sensitive headphones. i got good headphones. These are expensive headphones. They're not that expensive. Uh, hey, did you ever buy those those uh, earplugs? Did you buy the ones that... Uh, I did, did, but they, I, I haven't had a chance to use them yet. They've arrived. They have arrived. You put them in your ear yet? Did you at least try no, them out? didn't even do it. Didn't, didn't even do try. Didn't give a test run around the house. Well, I guess... what Tune those fucking kids out, huh? Hey, <laughs> honestly, I could have used it. I was telling you guys off the air that uh, we went to see uh, Peter Pan Goes Wrong at the Amundsen last night, which is really fun, but I happened to be next to uh, someone who was having... I'm going to say it too good of a time. <laughs> the time of their life. <laughs> and I, I literally, I had, I like, I was trying to do it surreptitiously to so not offend her, but I literally plugged my left Re- ear because mm. she was laughing so piercingly loud. It was painful. I believe that that theater crew, that group, you know, it's based on, a, they're doing the, it was a live show. Yes. Then became a television show. Okay. And uh, each one's like a half hour long, mm-hmm. uh, maybe 40 minutes, who knows. But, uh, and we watched several of those. What's that called? 
the show that goes wrong or the okay. play that the play that goes well, wrong. The play, yeah, this this started uh, the the play that goes wrong has been running in New York for a while, and then they they created Peter Pan Goes Wrong as kind of like a spinoff. It's the same premise, but with obviously they're they're trying to perform Peter Pan right. instead of whatever the other thing was. Uh, it's it's a it's it's a technical marvel, and there's a lot of funny stuff in it. Actually, going back to the SAG thing, um, Bradley Whitford was in it. And another guy like David Harbour, who I could just probably watch him do anything. I think he's fantastic. And he's the narrator. So he's just he doesn't have a lot to do. But he comes out and he's reading from a book and then just shit keeps. Happening I'm going to ask the him. same question. I yeah. always ask my brother yeah, Woodford. Yeah. Scarves. How many scarves? Does he, wear? <laughs> <laughs> he always wears scarves. Like a cravat. Yes. It, it, he's I, a guy that wears that. Feel, yes. Even if he wasn't wearing one, it felt like he was. He has big cravat energy. <laughs> totally yes. cravat. He was cravatting it up out there. And, uh, you know, so things keep going wrong. And he's he's like at one point, the joke is that he's off stage, but his mic is still on. He's like, he's like, I mean, look, I know I'm just I'm, I'm doing it's like but I'm an award winning actor. What the hell am I doing? These guys are amateurs. He's just ranting. And raving. But uh, at, at one point he just goes like, I'm only here because of the strike. <laughs> and, then, like, and then like later on, he's like. He, in a perfect Bradley Whitford way, he just goes, I need the producers to come back to the table. <laughs> like, like a- apropos of nothing, but just because it's like, obviously his whole, he's just like, why am I here? And that just, that cracked me up. But yeah, that was, he was really fun to watch. Um, and that's at the Amundsen. I believe Neil Patrick Harris is next. I think they always da- have a celebrity. Daniel Day Kim is, is in next. between. That's yeah, right. He's there for the next week or two. And then I think um, uh, Neil Patrick Harris jumps in there. Um, I think they might have extended it. Uh, it is very popular. Yeah. I believe it started it over in England, by the way. I think okay. that's where it Makes got its start. They're all British and mm-hmm. making fun of us for not being British. Yeah, yeah we're dumb Americans. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? They're not wrong at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. As we see what's happening over on that GOP. It's <laughs> not talking politics. Now they had Brexit. They had their own shame. Oh, yeah. yeah you know what? They point. did. You're right. Keep it to yourself, Brits. Yeah. Shut up. And how, how's that working out, by the way? Is that is everything cool with them? <laughs> Don't they want to revote on that and reverse it? Isn't that uh, I'm sure they do. The I of think that? it's been a fucking disaster. Luckily, we were able to uh, have an election here and get rid of our problem that we oh, had. Oh, it's for, going really well. It's going real smoothly. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. No problems. Democracy. Excessive heat warning going. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's hot, apparently. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, uh, speaking of hot, let's, uh, let's go over there to the uh, Pop Culture Info Desk. That is sponsored by uh, <laughs> Lemon Ice Designs, Mock Band Tees. Head over there. And uh, you get free shipping using the code PARDO. So take advantage of that uh, nice offer that's going on over there at this time. Uh, Garen, of course, lives in Van Nuys where it's 103 degrees, but he's trying to claim 101 of the... One Sherman Oaks. Nope. Sherman Oaks is not your temperature. If I cross the street, it's 103. On the other side of the street where I am, it's 101. Yeah, but again, you're on the side of the street where it's 103. So uh, when you look at right. your... In your phone, when you go to the weather app and it's and you choose... Not right now. When you're at home. Yeah, huh. And you choose... Like not, you don't type in a city. You just say, use the GPS to tell me what the temperature is, where I am. What does it say the city you're in is? Well, right now it says Los Angeles. Oh, it doesn't say uh, Sherman Oaks. It doesn't Oaks. say Sherman Oaks. No, it doesn't? No. Is that true? Yeah, even when I click on it, it says Los what Angeles. What does mine say? I feel like mine says Sherman Oaks when I'm here, but maybe I'm wrong. I think even, by the way, no, there was an off-air conversation. Never mind. Oh, you're right. It says Los Angeles. Uh, but I, I have, I have... For when I'm not here and I want to know what it's like here, I have Sherman Oaks in here for some reason. I'm using AccuWeather, and uh, the first thing that comes up is, for our is, is Sherman Oaks, and it here's the deal: it's claiming it's 106, real feel 113. Whoa! Oh, Holy business! But mine so, says 98 for where I am. Strange. Well, uh, mine says Anaheim. 
for some reason. <laughs> well, <there's>, that's, your <laughs> phone doesn't know where it's at. You're still using a BlackBerry knockoff, man. And also, <laughs> don't you use a, don't you use a, some sort of a, a VIP or whatever those are called? A, so I, nobody VPN. Can find I, I, I don't use a VPN, but <laughs> this is basically it. Just it just went to uh, DuckDuckGo. So it does. It's not. An, I don't have a weather app installed. So, yeah. but oh. but it, it did say Anaheim. So I figured I might as well share about that about the BlackBerry knockoff. That is literally what he's doing. Oh yeah. No, I do have. It's a, I agree. Uh, it's, it claims it's going to get uh, to one o. Uh, it's one o six. Is going. It's going to stay right around there for a while, and then um, in the shade, it's one o four. Uh, nighttime, sixty seven. That's comfortable. Okay. That's well, comfortable. That's what it is in the shade. But Jimmy, what is it in Lachey? Ninety eight degrees. <laughs> oh boy we're laughing and yet i do feel uncomfortable <laughs> you should uh whenever he does that wink it's the worst uh, garen anything uh what'd you do over the weekend anything fun i watched the pope's exorcist finally oh the movie or the actual yeah event <laughs> yeah the movie. What, what is the who's in that that's the russell crowe one where he toddles oh. his little vespa and how is it <laughs> it's profoundly stupid okay but it is fun you enjoyed it yeah he's he knows what he's doing. He goes all in. I think he loved every minute of it. We'll probably get four or five of these movies. Oh no! Hmm. Uh, but it's fun. It's it's. You watch this at home? Yeah, it's on. It just dropped on Netflix. How big, Garen? I, I know I've asked this in the past. You got a seventy-five inch screen, a sixty-five inch, seventy-five. Seventy-five. Wow. Inch. So you got a nice, you got a nice size television. Yeah. All right. Good. And I got a sixty, seventy-two in my room. Oh fuck, wait, man. what? Maybe it's a 65. Like, I moved my old TV into my room and mm-hmm. then put the new one. The 75 in. inch are there. Yeah. And then 75. as a reminder, my cock, two inches. Mm-hmm. So just if we're trying to <laughs> right. uh, do the, uh, you know, since we're measuring things at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Garen, that sounds like you had a great weekend. It sounds like it was full of uh, movies. Yeah, I've been watching a bunch <laughs> of old Roger Corman movies with Vincent Price in them. Oh. Like oh. Poe movies. They're, they're amazing. I remember those as yeah, a kid. They are a lot of fun. They would show those on Creature Features. Yeah. And uh, I remember uh, being disappointed that it wasn't a famous monster. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, would, that would bum me out. Like, oh, this one doesn't yeah, have... This feels artsy. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't need this shit. <laughs> I don't think a lot of kids are watching House of Usher. Yeah. But they played it a lot, man. Yeah. They played that one a lot. And a lot of uh, Christopher Lee Dracula movies, mm-hmm. they would mm-hmm. play it. And I wish I kind of enjoyed I enjoyed them. Yeah, those I enjoyed any Dracula movie as a kid, quite frankly. I, I liked the one. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. Go ahead, George Chris. Hamilton. Do you remember oh, yeah. him as Dracula? Mm-hmm. I do. Was that Love at First Bite? No. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Was that Love at First Bite? Yeah, because yeah. the thing you think you're confusing yeah. it with is Dead and Loving It with uh, with, our, with the l- very funny <laughs> Leslie, Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen. Yeah. And wait, wasn't Jim Carrey in one of those two? Like in an early yes, he was minor role. That was called uh, Once Bitten. I want to say Once Bitten. Mm-hmm. Thank and, you. The, and there was a lady vampire in that one, was there not? Wait, was he the main lead? part in once bitten yeah he and then but was i believe like a lady vampire famous. bites him right and it was what's her name with the tooth gap maybe madonna no no no, no. i thought it was like raquel welsh yeah it was kind of like that but it's not who's the Who who's it? the um oh i can't pull like her name supermodel yeah uh uh al mcpherson no older tuesday L-H. well what say again lh Linda Hamilton, uh, uh, Lauren Hutton, yes. Lauren, Lauren Hutton, Hutton. Right. Oh. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. she does. Yeah, she was the model with, with the, the gap tooth in her teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. She was the yeah. first supermodel, right? Lauren Hutton. Maybe. Maybe. Did you consider that? I think Twiggy was considered the first one, wasn't she? Supermodel before Twiggy was before Lauren Hutton. That's a good question. Yeah, I, I think know. so. Because because people like like Marilyn Monroe were not considered models, right? Even though they were super famous, they were bombshells. They were bombshells, yeah. Because you explode. Yeah, that's why <laughs> the it, first supermodel. Is 
considered Lisa Fonzegraves. That makes more sense, yeah. Yeah, that's right. But she yeah. started in the 30s. <laughs> oh. 30s to the 50s. Oh, good for her. She deserves it. hell? That doesn't feel right. Feel Dennis like. Dickinson has been disputed. Uh, oh, yeah, you know by what? Herself, I, by herself. Yeah, yes. she, claim, she right. claims she model. is. On all those America's Next Top <laughs> Models, she would constantly say yeah. that. And, they oh, and also, on, I think she's on The Surreal Life as well for an oh, episode okay. where yeah. she... Doesn't shut up about being the first supermodel. I would have picked Christy Brinkley. Yeah, that's a good call too. Yeah, yeah. I, in, in my, our lifetime, yes, for our yes. generation, Lauren Hutton was before her. Though, she yeah. was, but I didn't know who that was. But as a yeah, kid. and I didn't think. But I, if you saw her, yeah, yeah. but I didn't think of fame models as being as famous. Uh, yeah, Christy Brinkley. Christy Brinkley. And then who's the, who's the who's the young lady from Chicagoland area? Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. Oh yeah, yeah. she was. Huge. She was a part of the big like. Yeah. Group of models. Then it was became a gang. Everybody yeah. was in those like George Michael. The George videos. Michael video yeah. was what made it. It was mm. like Naomi Campbell and it. like mm. Paulina Porskova might have been involved mm. in that at some point. Although she was married to Rick Ocasek, right? So I don't. She she probably wasn't allowed to be in a George Michael video. Probably not. He was not a nice person. Oh really? Yeah. Rick Ocasek was not. They they lived in Boston, and uh, my friend saw him yelling at her oh my gosh like oh. outside their brownstone apartment well what did she do <laughs> she like, wanted to be in that george michael video yeah i think she slammed the car door too hard or something it was some i forget the oh. details of the story but it was one of those but you know, like you cartoon. and i you and i've been guilty of that too you you have a famous story about garbage <laughs> that's true where if somebody caught you on that day they'd yeah. go you know he's not a nice guy matt belknap i saw him yelling at his wife about garbage yeah so we don't we don't know that <laughs> that's true I mm. kept I kept it in the house. I didn't do it out on the sidewalk. <laughs> well, look, that guy is in the top one most boring entertainers I've ever seen on stage. He was saving all his energy to yell at her. Apparently, I had this thought the other day because I heard them on the radio. Is he dead? Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. We I, can say what we want. I literally couldn't remember yeah. if he had died or not. I was like, I think he died, but I can't quite remember. Yeah, I don't remember him dying. Yeah, he. I think I watched him die at that concert. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was slowly. I mean, he is in the. It's the they were yeah. the, one of the most boring yeah. shows I've ever seen. No one has a nice thing to say about their live show oh so boring yeah he died in 2019 2019 oh, that wasn't long ago pre-covid yeah. yeah maybe it was the first oh he caused it he caused he oh, caught covid he wasn't a nice zero. guy that's what i heard yeah, yeah. now he's passing around a, a virus yeah that's really not nice to do no. Rick Ocasek, who not caused cool, COVID. not cool <laughs> not cool at all but mm, dick move it's oh 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 magic <laughs> uh, we're doing the O'Reilly Auto Parts. Yeah, song. Oh, 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 to do O'Reilly Auto Parts. All right, so that's not the Cars. No, I was singing the other one. Yeah, it's a different Magic song. Oh, oh, it's oh, magic. magic. That's Pilot. That's a band called Pilot. Right. Then there's Magic by America. Then there's Magic by the Cars, and I think there's one by. Uh, Wait, was America the one that you can do magic? Ba-ting. Yeah. You Never could knew who do that was. anything you desire. Oh, and then there's Abracadabra. Abracadabra. Steve Miller band, right? I want to reach out and grab you. Uh, one of the hardest that Pat Francis ever made me laugh was about that song where he said Steve Miller's considered to be one of the greatest guitarists. <laughs> and the solo on that is blink, 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 blink. And it's like, yes, perfect. <laughs> oh, shoot. What happened? I, did I just uh, delete the Oliver's? I just deleted his question. Oh, well, you can shake to undo. Shake to undo. Oh. No, not that hard. <laughs> I don't, 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 don't throw it. Uh, well, then it'll be in your undo. trash, though, right? There it is. I, I shaked it, and then it said undo trash, and I said undo. Yeah. Oh, nice. <gasps> Did you know that feature existed? No. Oh, yeah. That's, a, not that's until, an iPhone not, feature. Not really I learned it from Garen. Pretty weird feature, right? That is a weird feature. So I could, if I, anytime I delete an email, 
I can immediately shake my phone and so, it'll give me the option so to bring it back. That, yeah. yeah. You can do it for anything. Anything that, that anything you do in an I, I, like a native app, you can undo. Like if you if you're typing in something and then you accidentally like delete what you typed, you can shake it and undo the deletion. Huh. Interesting. I think, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well here's your question. The most expensive book ever sold was the Codex uh, Lester is what we landed on, which sold for $30.8 million in 1994. It was the scientific journal of what famous person? Garen, what are you throwing a dart at? Or do you know? I, I it just, came to my mind immediately. Yes? And I'm going to stick with it. Nikola Tesla. Nikola Tesla. Oh, that's very, you know what? That makes sense because my son likes that movie. Uh, the Prestige. Uh, the, the, the Prestige. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something. I said to him this morning. Oh, shit. Um, I, I I said, well, you know, I, he said something, and I said, well, you know what that is, son? That's the prestige. <laughs> and so maybe that was on his mind. Oh. Did you do that before he wrote the question? I want to say I did. Oh, boy. So oh, boy. It's, it could be. That's a good guess. Tesla. Well, we'll find out together, but right now we check in with, uh, with Bunker Boys behind Video Village there. Hello. And we've been promised one of his hot okay. new parodies. All yeah, right. All right, so go. which one are you going to give us? Uh, I'm going to give you one he asked for. The Jack and Diane? Yeah, yeah. All right, here's the Jack and Diane. I got right. this. Oh, do you want the karaoke track? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna. Don't. It's gonna be hard to figure out how to. <laughs> that didn't go great when we tried it with. It was fine, but it just the track was weird. It didn't yeah. didn't play it the right. Well, way. and I had trouble reading apparently. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, here we go. This is a uh, uh, Chris, and as you, as you uh, may have gleaned from the conversation, this is his new thing. He's writing parodies, and uh, they've never been hotter. They don't <laughs> <laughs> on trend. All right, go. Little Diddy about Trump and Giuliani. Two American guys trying to fool the heartland. Trump said, hey, Julie, why don't you head to Michigan? Rudy said, hey, Donnie, all you had to do is ask. Oh, yeah, lies go on long after the votes and the election are done. Oh, yeah, lies go on long after the votes and the election are done. That's uh, love that's it. it. Elliot Hopper, that's once again. What a nice voice you have. Doesn't he have a beautiful voice? Yes. I told you he was in a band. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's got a great voice. Yeah. He auditioned for Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> <laughs> like 100,000 other people. <laughs> well, they they lost out when they, they did. didn't pick you. Yeah. You should know this. He was not good. It, <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there's there's debate between me and everyone else as to whether or not I have the right genre of voice. I don't think TV. you do. And He's Jimmy just, strongly says I do not. His well, voice is too pure. It's not gravelly enough, right? It doesn't have to enough. be like, hey, in the buzz, in the buzz, the buzz, the boo Yeah, he's not capable of doing you that. You should send a tape in. <laughs> <laughs> can I use that? I think I would. We've already recorded it. We can isolate it on tape. Send it to you. Uh, no, you're, you're too good. You're too good. Well, that's very kind, Too I think. pretty, too clean. Yeah. What do you mean you think? It's a high. It's high praise. You know, I was a singer in a band, so I know where I'm coming from. Actually, I do trust your ear, Jimmy. I think that you listen to a lot of music I and do you pay attention to, to things that most people don't. So I, and I you don't hear, discount you. You hear buzzing that no one else hears, obviously. <laughs> Guys, ears. my ears are <laughs> fine-tuned. Uh, all right, well, you got, you got a guess, my man? I do. Oh, I don't man. know that it's true, but I feel super strongly about it. Yes. And uh, I'm going with Isaac Newton. Isaac, Isaac Newton. Yeah. Newton. I had, as soon as he asked Garen, I was like, shit. I think Isaac Newton's a better answer than what I wrote down. Well, especially based on the things that you said after the Jimmy fact was trying that to it's pronounce a British it. name. Yeah, yeah it's like, one of those weird British names. But yeah. I don't know for sure. But I feel pretty good. All I, right, I like that answer. And what did you say then? I said uh, Leonardo da Vinci. All right. Okay. I wrote Leo da Vinci because we're we're buds. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, Christine Kimmel? So this is the name that popped right into my head okay. as soon as I heard you pose the question. Mm-hmm. Chuck Darwin. Chuck Darwin. Yeah. Mr. Charles Darwin. That's a good answer you're too. right there with Newton. Yeah. That, those, Charles Darwin. Those are the two I, I would have been battling over if I had thought, hey, maybe it's uh, someone it, from it, That also occurred to me, but uh, so, yeah, that's a good one. All right. I, I, I went with uh, just top of mind and also maybe maybe this is, maybe it's the first one for the new season. Maybe it's a very easy win. I went with Albert Einstein. Oh. Okay. Uh, I don't think I'm right, mm-hmm. but we'll find out. What All if right. none of us are right? Well, that's possible. Oh, and then the lowest guess, oh, boy. Uh, the lowest wager will win $5 from the Jeremy Herbal Tribute. And we, and we do thank Jeremy yes. uh, mm-hmm. for the uh, for supplying the uh, the, the, the winnings mm-hmm. uh, on this. Oh, I, oh shit. What? I, I have them, but I don't have it with me. But I think I have a five. So I'll, uh, here, I, I'll give you oh, a five. Okay. Uh, put that near the tin. I will. And then when I bring the actual money in, which I have, mm-hmm. um, I will... Uh, I get five out of it. All right, here we go. Here's your answer. So, really quickly. What? Apparently, that word is pronounced Lester. Just. Is Lester. that what you said? All right, I'll take the five dollars, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you twisted my arm, so I'll take it. <laughs> All right, here's your answer. We do have a winner. Yeah. And that person is. Well, I'll give you the answer. Yeah. Leo Da Vinci. Really? Why so was it do, Lester? No one knows. So you do get the five dollars. Son of a biscuit. That's, That's the last person that I thought was it was going to be because 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 of that name. I know. Although it's, it is spelled, oh, that's Latin. But when I heard Codex, the first thing I thought was Da Vinci. That's, I'm, I'm going to say that both Newton and Darwin had, if it wasn't called Codex, it was another word like Codex. Yeah. That they wrote a big book of their things. Yeah. What was it Codex? That, that's, <laughs> that's a popular Way, word. save yes. it for how to survive. That's the period <laughs> that's talk show. That's what they talk about. <laughs> uh, those hens cackle on about. Th- this is a total, a slightly der- derailment, but I wonder if you wanted to tell somebody about your period in speech text on iOS, whether it would just end the sentence. I'm on my period. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You know, stick to the parodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You found your niche. Put that, put that to music, my man. I, no, but I tried to. I tried to say something about a period of time mm-hmm. the other day in speech to text, and it legitimately it didn't understand the context, and it put. A, you want me to try it? I mean, why not? All right, I'll text you. Oh, all right. Phone. I don't think it needs to be you or anyone. I'm probably not even going to send it. But yeah, you don't have to send it. Oh, you know, if I'm going to do, do it, you, I'll do it in signal though. That'll be nice because do it to do it to all that, of us. That's encrypted. I'd like to see. Oh, it. Oh, you want to be in the, in the group? I'd okay. like to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It is business. Oh wait, it says this is a tax write-off. <laughs> is it recording? Yeah. Hey, Elliot, are you on your period? <laughs> I'm gonna let you guys find out. Oh no, it results. did. It did. No. <laughs> is it recording? Yeah. Hey, Elliot, are you on your period? Question mark. Oh, because wow, it was a question mark. It was smart enough. It was smart enough to do that. That's good. I'm yeah. glad to see that. Right, I am glad to see that. I'm also very glad to see that. <laughs> uh, all right, Matt, that means you won $5 yeah. from the Jeremy Herbal Trivia oh, Tin. I already put it in my wallet. I, sh- I forgot about Take the, the pop out. and circumstance of the, the occasion. Chris, what we do is we pay this out. We, 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 we're going to count to five by five. So hang on, we got a little something here. It's a bump. I'm only bummed because I'm sick of him fucking winning. <laughs> well, we should learn more things, Jimmy. I had friends. <laughs> I, I left my home. It's true, I did not leave my home a lot in my 20s. 
Only I really really only left my home to see you do comedy, Jimmy. So thank you very much. Very <laughs> flattered. Uh, here we go. Everybody's in. We're counting to five by fives uh, and five. five. Chris, I was supposed to say that. Yeah, give it back. <laughs> okay, sorry. All we right. all do it. We all. You know what? Not count. this time. Only her this time. Oh, oh all right. Okay, okay. and fives. Yay! Thank you. No, just one no five. Way. Oh, it's a single. <laughs> okay, I'll do it this We're time. We're counting to five by five. It's gonna be right. All right, here we go. And five very good thank you <laughs> oh we, we should get everyone's bet too though. that's yeah. yeah i'm gonna do that uh what you just witnessed by the way is a kind of magic you can see september 8th at flappers <laughs> <laughs> how to survive live it's uh, the comedy gold i'm bringing uh all right garen what'd you bet five five, five. Oh, oh. uh, uh elliot 20 oh no well i thought it sounded like a category you would like, yeah. Yeah. And, oh, and it was. <laughs> by the way, only because I'm looking at this piece of paper, uh, I'm in Salt Lake City, I met the guy who got us uh, 5 Rock and 5 Roll. Oh, oh, nice. I met the gentleman whose name I can't remember, Great. but he introduced himself, and he said, I'm the guy that got that for you. We so. should probably talk to him at some point, because like, uh, we might need to control that at some point if we ever want to switch how we do the phone calls. Oh, I see. Need... All right. Anyway. Well, I'll let you do that. Yeah. I, uh, we have his email, so. It's... Uh, what is your bet? I went 18. 18. Nice. Christine Kimmel, what'd you bet? 14. 14. And I went with, because I knew I wouldn't know this, one. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I went okay. with one. And then also thinking maybe nobody else will know it. And then I would have to I it would win. It was a safe bet because that was hard. Well, it was a safe bet for me because I don't know things. Well, we all guessed well. I thought yeah, there were. One of us didn't. I didn't think my guess was good. I thought the three of you over there had all had really good guesses. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like jealous of, of you and, and Elliot in particular. <laughs> Uh, but it, I, I did think it was be between Christine and I. Yeah. But then you won. So. I know. Yeah, I so mean. weird. Well, we all made guesses and one of us won. And that's exciting. And that's how that game is played. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christine Kimmel. Now, let me ask you a couple more questions. You, you're growing up in this Ohio. Yep. When did you move here? 29. That was how old I was. 1929. 1929. <laughs> 1929. Dust Bowl. Well, I survived the Titanic <laughs> then, and the right. Dust Bowl, which mm-hmm. was tough. Mm-hmm. Dorothy Lang was walking around taking a lot of pictures. <laughs> how often do you get back to see family and do you like when that happens? Remember, this goes out to the world. <laughs> I was just there for a family reunion. Oh, you were? It was fine and delightful. How do they treat you? You come in from Los Angeles. You're the big Hollywood writer. Everyone cheers. Um, there's, they're like, what project are you working on? How did that happen? Oh my God. Tell us more about your podcast. Can we take a picture with you? No. No one asks that no one listens to my podcast. Not one person, right? I think my cousin listens sometimes. Oh, okay. But no one asks. My parents have never listened to an episode. <laughs> They, I don't think they know how to, but also yeah. they're like, your brother has an ad at the football game for his business. Hmm. And they send me pictures of it. So <laughs> my brother is the celebrity in my family. Right. Um, What's his business? It's a heating and air business and it's very successful. Yeah, He is the king of our small town. And you know what I am? Uh, the person who moved away. Yeah. That they are <laughs> mad at. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, your brother's an HVAC then? He's an HVAC, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And, he must be loving this climate change. Oh, he's <laughs> printing money, loving it, and maybe doesn't believe in it. But he <laughs> also loves to hunt and fish mm-hmm. and prep for oh. when the world comes to an end. Not, oh, we okay. both believe that's going to happen, but for different reasons. Right. right. Um, and his reaction to it is guns. Hunker down. <laughs> yeah, and guns. Yeah. Uh, but we actually had a really fun time. 
uh, we went to a family reunion. Um, My son, who loves to fish, got to fish on my brother's property. Oh, on his multiple, he has multiple properties, and he has ponds at his different properties. So he's doing this HVAC. Is he's doing very well? Oh, he's. I heard he's got an ad at the football game. (laughs) He's got an ad at the football game. He's doing very well. Wait, which football game? Like the high school football. The high school football game. Okay. And uh, for a second, I was like, wait, is it the Cleveland Browns? (laughs) Oh yeah, he owns the team. So let's uh, be clear. If it was the Cleveland Browns, that is a store. That's that's, oh that is pretty. That That would be cool. Yeah. Hey, your brother's at the Cleveland. He's on the. I'm not gonna poo poo that. Yeah, but he's at the high school thing. She's got a podcast and she writes for television. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. This guy's you know ten percent off of your. Do they know that you're friends with? (laughs) <laughs> Rob Delaney? They don't care. No. They do not. They, did they see Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One? Yeah, my 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 more successful friends than than I ever became also don't matter to them. <laughs> 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 but it eats me alive. Sure, of course. Uh, we know this. Um, we know this. We know this. We all experience this. Mm-hmm. Um, they they're lovely people, but I do think what part of it is is that my career baffles them. Or my my choices in life baffle yes. them. You know, like their um, their kind of life is so different than the life I've chosen. They're yeah. just like we don't even know how to ask you the questions. Right. And it's not because they're stupid. It's just like they, it's so different right, that yeah. it's, it's beyond. A, it's an alien world. It's an alien world. It's yeah. like I said, I'm gonna go be an astronaut <laughs> and I'm gonna go live on Mars, and then um, try to figure out how to talk to me about it. Right. So I think they're just like, hey, you want some corn? Did you? <laughs> yes. yes. Who doesn't like corn? corn? Good season. Um, it's delicious. Yeah. So it's it's uh, my brother's in a field that they can understand and, and right, praise and like you know he didn't leave, which is also not okay to do. I think. No. Yeah. Because you did the you did the family kids thing, so they got to be. Happy I did about that. finally because they were like, when is this lesbo gonna <laughs> get married? And I waited till you know almost right. forty, and they were like, oh. I guess we were wrong. Mm. And I had some kids and they're like, all right, now we can talk to her about something. Right. <laughs> she has kids. But are they mad that, you, that they're not closer to the Grinch kids? Like they're geographically. They I do. think so. Yeah. I mean, you know, they don't yell about it. Right. You know, these are stoic, quiet Midwesterners. <laughs> okay. So there's not a lot of yelling. It's right. just. Are the red hats your parents? Are, are there red hats I, for the my parents? My parents are not red hats. That's, oh. Well, that's good news. I'm so relieved. My dad hates Donald Trump. Hates him. Uh, <laughs> we can talk and talk about how much he hates him. He's like, oh, I'm just in Enjoying that mugshot. All right. He loves to hate Donald Trump. And um, I envy you that. Thank God. But, you know, my brothers yeah. are fans. Mm-hmm. And that's been hard. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they vote. <laughs> so oh. it's kind of like well, it cancels out. Do it doesn't want, matter. Then. It's like hate all you want because I know you're not going to go to the polls. Yeah. That's f- perfect. Right? Do what you want. My neighbor, by the way, I saw this on next door. My neighbor, one of my neighbors, uh, posted on next door a the mugshot of Donald Trump with one word: mm. legend. Oh, oh boy! God. Yeah, then, I mean they're going to use it that way, right? And then that started a whole thing. Yeah. Some people, why are why are we talking about this? Is not for politics. This is to lost cats, and I'm selling yes. and I'm selling a trampoline. That's what yes. it's supposed to be. <laughs> and, but doesn't every next door post in my neighborhood? Every next door post turns into politics eventually. Yeah. It'll be like a lost cat, and then suddenly it's you know vaccines yep. are going to control your mind. Yeah. <laughs> or in our case, well, that's what you did for voting for Karen Bass. You're, you're going to lose your cat. Yes. Yes. That's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. It's like next door is something that's like when people can't handle Facebook is too wild for them. Right, they like yeah. go on next door. Yeah. Ours is like, I can't even click on it unless it's going to be like a cute bear frolicking in someone's pool. Yeah, yeah, Cause yeah. we'll get a lot of those in my neighborhood because my that, neighborhood's, you know, full of bears yeah. and, 
Uh, yeah, you live up in the hills a little bit. I live, I, you know, I've got an adventurous neighborhood. You've I had got, a, uh, we did have had a, bats, right? Oh, we've got lots of bats lately. Yeah. What's with the bats? Do you guys have a lot of bats lately? No, no we don't. No, oh. We live in a city. we got crazy bats. <laughs> yeah, I had bats, bats growing up. and I, I, had, I had bats growing up as well. Yeah, I had I had enough of those. I didn't want to You didn't want to live near the, well, we didn't know yeah. about the bats. Oh, guys. What's up? I had an adventure. Oh, tell Do you want to hear about the adventure? I do. Can I quickly give you my dad's bat tip? You might already know it. Yeah, give me the tip because I'm afraid of rabies. Um, my ba- my dad uh, was a big tennis player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he found that if you swing a tennis racket at bats, their radar goes through it so they don't see it coming. So you can you can whoosh, shush, you whoosh them out of the wherever they're in. Okay. If they're in your, you know, in, in our case, it was in the mudroom. Uh, they would get caught up in there. Okay, so we'll always walk go, to my car with a bat. Uh, I mean, a, a yeah, tennis racket. racket. Get a tennis racket. Uh, oh, they're outside. Oh, just leave them alone. They're, they're eating yeah, mosquitoes. They're not in my house. You want, you want them for the mosquito? Okay. Eating. Uh, if they're getting your house, use a tennis racket. And you can. Sh- you can. Oh, if they get in my what, house. I can't I'm... think of the word. Should not whoosh them or shush them. You can swat. Swat. I guess swat them out. Yeah. They would always get in our belfry. <laughs> well, oh, when they're in your belfry. That's a concern. Yeah. That's... Yeah, that was good. All right, tell us your adventure. Okay, so you know my neighborhood has a. I don't want to say I have a celebrity neighborhood, but I do have some B-level interesting characters. You People know, we, that we know. We've got like one guy in the corner. I'm pre- do you guys remember uh, Fred Thompson? Yeah. yeah. So I think it's his stunt double. Wait, the Fred oh, Thompson? Fred that ran Thompson? For, for president. He's yeah. an actor. From Law and Order. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I think this guy, it's his stunt double. Okay. He's dead, I believe. Okay, yeah, well. Uh-huh. Okay. He lives on the corner. All right, we got the stunt but you double. But know, you know for a fact, or you just think he looks like Fred Dalton Thompson? I, I think he is his stunt double. You like, like, oh, you know, you've, when, heard, you've heard chatter. When he comes in, when Fred Thompson needed somebody to do like, you know, like a somersault, this guy did it. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, he lives on the corner. I'm just going to give you a thumbnail sketch yeah. of a couple of the people. We're this if, that's, guy, if that's the high water mark, you needn't go on. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to hose his front yard a lot and yell like 9-11 conspiracy theories at you <laughs> oh, when you that. walk by. So we kind of jog, you know, right. past his. And then we've got, oh, oh, Barry, you know, Barry Bostwick? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His Not Barry level. Bostwick, but like, God damn I think it's his stand-in. <laughs> what, is what world do you live in? So Barry Bostwick does, okay. This guy, he likes to always wash his Porsche. Okay. Or, you know, use a soft, like a chamois. Chamois. A chamois. Chamois. thank you, yeah. to like chamois. polish his Porsche. Yeah. He doesn't drive it, Ferris. He wipes it with a diaper. Yes, that's the <laughs> that guy. guy. So yeah. he's had, sil- he's been a silver fox since we've lived there. And the yeah. kids were little and like a year old. And we'd go on walks in the neighborhood. He doesn't like us that much because when Benji was probably two and a half, so he's 11 now, this is years ago, the guy's maybe 50. Benji pointed at the man and said, Mommy, that man's going to die soon. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. That's a Stephen King situation. Yeah. That's, well, he's not dead. Yeah. You know, and 10 years later. the longer he lives, the worse that is that that happened. Yeah. So that's our other neighbor. Because your son's a liar. That's why. <laughs> yeah. He's fine. He's alive. Just raging at us. So these are a couple just examples of the kind of celebrity okay. I, I bring. Okay. So I don't, I'm not going to spoil the third, because it's part of the story. Oh, sure. okay, okay. So, you know, it's nighttime. We're all tucked away. My kids are asleep. My husband and I are in bed. The lights are off. I have my Kindle light going, you know. I like to sleep 
This is important for any potential serial killers listening. With my window open. Because I like cool air. I don't like uh, air conditioning. Mm-hmm. And a fan going to keep the mosquitoes off. because of your brother? Yes. <laughs> this is a real yeah. sibling rivalry I'll thing. fucking show you. I don't even use your AC. No, I don't use HVAC. And I'm laying there reading. And all of a sudden, right next to my window, I hear boom, 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 boom. A loud, large animal running right next to my window. And then, second animal. (laughs) And like, hot breath. And I'm like, the bear's back. And it's next to my window. And you're on the first floor. Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm inches away from this. You know, it's like the window, my head's on the pillow and the window's right here. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to get up and close the window, but I'm too scared. I grab my husband's hand and just like squeeze it really hard. Is he awake? He's kind of, you know, dozing. He's not quite like in major sleep apnea snore yet, but he's close. <laughs> so, but there's something that I recognize in the sound that alar- like alerts me that it's not a bear, but I don't quite make the connection. I hear it again. I hear it again. I'm like, okay, it's two animals. And I hear a clink of metal. And that's when I realize... It's dogs. It's big dogs. Wolves? It's Dobermans. Oh. Because you remember the Dobermans from The Omen? Mm -hmm. Yes. They live in our neighborhood. They retired and moved to our neighborhood. Wait, so that's impossible. They'd be 60 years old, wouldn't they? It's them. (laughs) I can't. These are celebrity dogs you're claiming? Or are these the stunt doubles like everybody else? (laughs) I think it's the real deal. I mean, unless they remade the, well, they did remake The Omen, didn't they? Yeah. So these are the Dobermans so the, for the remake. The remake The Spawn of Satan has no <laughs> age limit. <laughs> so I, they're coming to look for my dog because uh-huh. they uh-huh. want my dog to come out and play with them. They've, they escape. So Duke and Duchess escape from their fortress. Like So, you know, we live at the top of a hill. They also live at the top of another hill. So there's like these sort of, I don't want to call them mountains, but they're high hills and Mm -hmm. our house is on this steep high hill. And then they are also on a steep high hill and they're kept in this like high level fence, but they keep escaping and they show up at our house. The first time they showed up, I was like, well, they're going to kill my dog. Yeah. They didn't. They just like shit everywhere and then played with my dog. And then I figured out who to text. And then the owners came and they were like, oh my God, we're so sorry. And then it happened multiple times again. Mm-hmm. Now it's you know almost midnight and they're in my yard. I'm trying to close the window because Sally's sleeping right next to me on her dog bed and I don't want her to wake up because she's gonna go crazy and wake up my kids. Everyone's gonna be awake. So I close the window, creep back into bed. Sally sleeps through it. They finally leave. I text the owner. She doesn't respond. She's probably asleep, right? It's midnight, it's yeah. midnight. They finally leave. Then at 2 a.m., Sally wakes up and smells it. Just randomly, like, lifts her head, probably, because I'm still awake. I can't bat sleep. She starts barking for the next hour and a half. <laughs> 90 minutes of barking. 90 minutes of running around going, ha, 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 and barking. So I turn, the, Sven's like, turn the fan up high. Get the smell out. <laughs> so, wait, so it's smell of Doberman. We can't smell it, but has, Sally. Has stayed. Yeah. For Sally, because, you know, dogs, it's like, if you see another dog when you're out and you come home, the dog's like, I smell that dog. Mm. So we finally all get back to sleep, maybe. I'm dozing. 4 a.m., they come back. The Dormers are back. Back. Sally, again, wakes right up, though, this time. Barks, 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 barks. Everyone's awake again. Both my kids. It's school. We have school the next day. Yes. 
So then I text them again. This time I'm not as nice. I'm not. I mean, I'm just like, hey, so your dogs are back. I would call animal control, but I'm too tired to figure it out. We need to sort this out. No response again. They finally leave at like 530 Mm -hmm. a.m. Next day, she finally texts me back in the middle of the day and is like, "Um, yeah, so my I talked to my husband and he said the dogs were in their pen at like 1030 and then again at 6 a.m. And I was like. Great. Those aren't the times I'm talking about. In between there. She goes, well, you know, there are, there's another family with two Dobermans. And I go, okay, so why, how would they know also to come to my house? Like, is there like a gang of Dobermans that all get together and they're all talking about Sally? They're like, hey, you got to go meet this dog. It's really fun at her house. And, you know, you can just shit in their yard all night long. It's a real party. I don't know the odds of this other two dogs getting out and then also randomly right. just coming to our house. It yeah. doesn't make sense. So I go, okay, well, that's fair. Why don't I send you the videos from my Nest or what? Is that what it's called? Nest ring camera? Yeah, something. Because we have your we have these dogs on video and maybe you can tell me if these are your dogs or not. So I sent her the videos and guess what? What? She has not responded. You know what? <laughs> They're her dogs. They're her fucking dogs. Yeah. yeah. But she did check with her husband. <laughs> she did. Wasn't that nice? She, yeah. She's saying that they like they were in a pen that was locked, closed. At, like, well, she was like, they were in their pen because we've, she goes, since it's happened before, we've taken steps, which I'm like, what are they? So apparently he looked in at 1030 and they were both probably sitting, you know, with their paws crossed, like, mm-hmm. hey, we're good. And then he saw them again at 6 a.m. And they were both like, hey, we're good. Like teens, you know, (laughs) who at night you go, good night. And they're like, good night. And their head's on the pillow. They go, they're out all night, you know, doing drugs or whatever, sex stuff. Racing cars for pinks. Yeah. Exactly. And then in the morning, they're back tucked in with their head on the pillow. Morning. Yeah. Oh, they didn't leave. Yeah. They don't know what their dogs are up to. Boy, that would be really smart for a dog to be like. You you change you change the way we live, and so now we're gonna make sure that we're back by the time you're gonna look, yeah. so that you don't change it again. Dobermans yes. are smart, dude. They are smart dogs. We why learned do you that think from the, Magnum PI. Why do you think the <laughs> devil uses them yeah. as his minions? You don't like the Doberman? Not a lot. No, like I, I'm not a do. I love almost all dogs, but I'm not a Doberman person. They're hard to love. They don't. They're. I mean, to me, I just can't get over the nazi connection <laughs> you know they just seem like the official dog of nazis i thought, it, I thought german shepherds were the official dog. i guess that too but it's uh, right there in the name why did i always associate <laughs> that's a good point i just always associated dobermans with with uh, nazis. i mean i see I, I i feel that way too in rottweilers as well Ooh, they're terrifying i, I kind of yeah. I, I agree with matt, matt belknap on this i always my vision there is, must have been some them movie that, or show them or, in those nazi outfits yeah and then that dog uh, on a chain yes exactly. and like a chain that you would chain your engine yeah. To a wall with like right. that sort of chain. They just, for me, it's the devil association. Yeah. I can't not associate them with like demons and them yeah. running through like a house that looks haunted with a big, you know, steel fence and they're going to jump over the fence and tear your mm. neck out. I know you're afraid of the devil, but uh, you heard about the devil went down to Georgia's looking for a vote to steal. <laughs> right? That, I think I saw the, that, that on uh, uh, it might Twitter. Be. It might be. I'll have to find it, but it's possible. It's, it's, Next parody. Are you guys going to stay on Twitter? It's not Twitter anymore. It's X. X. Yeah, I still call it Twitter. Been off it for You're off seven anyway. years or something. Yeah, I'm going to take my personal account off it. I can't make a decision on what we should do as a podcast. It's uh, it's not all my decisions. Well, that's the, yeah, but... Never Not Funny is still on there. 
So I guess and that's... I'm still on there as well because I have shows and stuff to promote. Uh, that said, I, I don't see if anybody tweets at me, I don't see it. I don't know what's happening if, with their. If you don't pay for it, yes, people who don't follow you do not see you. They don't. Your tweets don't get disseminated right. to everybody, as I understand it. So basically, you're just so, so, you're just tweeting to me or your followers. No one else. So you, so that's why you don't pick up uh, anybody new. Yeah, that's why. Uh, like uh, my excuse for staying on is, well, that's how I tell people I'm streaming and right. But and the same page is like, well, no one that doesn't already follow me is going to know that I, is going to pay attention. Right. Unless they're clicking through hashtags I use or whatever, that might. But I'm saying populate. if you if you were to if you were to tweet at me. Hey, 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 Ajibi Pardo, I just found this that you might find it interesting. I don't see those anymore. Oh. that, that Yeah, that uh, does seem to be a thing I'm that happens seeing, from time to time. Yeah, well, it's been happening ever since this dickhead took it over. I mean, so here's the thing. Elon Musk is a dickhead. Mm-hmm. This is true. Twitter's business model, also unsustainable. And so, like, if they'd come out with Twitter and the, the thing was, if you wanted to promote your own stuff, you had to pay for an account, that would have made sense at the time. Of course, what he's doing is he's going all over the place. He's making weird, like this name change makes no sense. And it has been rolled out in a dumb way. Mm-hmm. Like everything, people are saying that maybe he's just trying to tank it so he can write it off as a loss, which Sir, I kind of I mean, buy. It feels like it. Yeah. Unless he's completely like just crazy. Cause I, I don't think, I don't think he's that crazy. I think, yeah. I think, I don't think he's as smart as people give him credit for. No. But I do think that he has a relative, a, a better sense of business than most. And so the choices that he's making are not business choices. He is a good sketch actor, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the better hosts. Ooh, one yeah, better that was a he's fun. Gonna go to, he's going to be the next guy at the uh, Peter Pan went wrong. Oh, great. Oh, that's yeah. the show I'm going to see. Oh, that's the one I'm waiting for. Yeah, yeah. Because his good one. acting see, is just. Mm. Oh, just see that zombie walk around the stage. Or, uh, all right, Christine Kibble, this show has gone long enough. Okay. <laughs> uh, fair right? enough. Isn't it like two forty-five or something, bananas? No, but it's it, it's it's on the long side because it's so fun. It's fun. Yeah. Christine Kimball, she's from the podcast How to Survive with Daniel and Christine. Again, the live shows at Flappers on September the eighth. Uh, but you can listen to new episodes every Tuesday. You they, can. They We're always making episodes. Great. So exciting. Some good ones coming out. I understand fantastic we're 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 in our prime i heard my wife fell asleep during a recent (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know i go on is that is that accurate isn't that accurate didn't she didn't she nod off or something i don't think she nodded off no but there was some uh she got a little sleepy she got a little sleepy uh, because she did not sleep the night before she got yeah yeah i think i did ask her if she was awake (laughs) yeah (laughs) so look forward to that episode here my my wife uh with no sleep whatsoever uh on a comedy podcast and she's still funnier than most people on podcasts my wife is wonderful on that program she's so funny i am uh i love that show i love it i I truly do i truly do it's really fun and you know i don't Listen, we can talk about that off air. Okay. When he's, you know, going and having a Celsius break. <laughs> oh, him and his fucking Celsius, I know. too. It's everything, too much. Everything he does is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. He does a great job. It sounds great. And he's, uh, he's terrific. We love him on this program, and I love him over on that program. And uh, I love the program. All right, Christine, thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you for having me. It was really fun, and I was just so excited to come. Oh, wonderful. Uh, thank you for coming. Uh, thank you to everybody for listening thank you for supporting thank you for subscribing to the program Uh, thanks again for everybody that came out to Salt Lake City over the weekend do do appreciate that Uh, oh also I wanted to mention this Uh, I am once again 
hundreds of emails behind on um, uh, fan club at Jimmy Pardo. Uh, uh, dot com. Uh, so there's a very good chance me saying this is me responding to those. It's going to be, uh, it, I, I don't think I can make it through all of them. So uh, I've seen them and I say thanks. <laughs> <laughs> or fuck you. Mm-hmm. Or fuck you. Or fuck you. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, if, if it's any of those. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in a recent episode, you guys said this and I'm pro boots. I like wearing boots. <laughs> well, you guys said you don't like boots. Shut the fuck up. Uh, although there are some emails that I will respond to because they're uh, of a personal nature. But uh, overall, it's uh, thank you. I want to personally tell you to f- fuck off. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a personal this is a personal nature. Uh, those those can't be those. Those will go into the trash and I will not shake my phone uh, to untrash yeah. it. Uh, all right. So thanks, everybody. Do appreciate it. Uh, and once again, we thank Christine Kimmel for being here. So on behalf of the pop culture, please come over there. There's Garen Cockrell. Beyond Video Village, that's Elliot Hochberg, the Honcho Matt Belknap, our friend Christine Kimmel. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at nevernotfunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2023, Never Not Funny, LLC.